Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say... I am Emperor! When you hear what happened, you're gonna bow down and worship me like a god. Three, four! Three, four! Three, four! Three, four! You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids are going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. John and Jean Jean, Levels are way <laughs> off. There I go. I think I fixed it. <laughs> Volume seemed she, a little down. Yeah, every time she laughs, it just jumps. I'm sorry. It's the cackle. The yeah, witch it, it cackle. Really is. It's kind of hard to set the levels when she is, you know, when she cackles and it jumps up like five decibels. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in studio by Fire. Heyo. By Lulu. Hi. And thank Christ, we're actually using a software that works. You can actually hear us. I can play my songs and my sound effects. And wouldn't you know it. It's saving. It's saving. Yay. Which is, uh, yes, Fire is here. Uh, yes, so it's actually saving. I know last week everybody tuned in for the show, downloaded it, and got 56 minutes, and that's all. And the reason why was because when... Winamp crashed the second and third time. It didn't start saving again. Phenomenal. So we only had 50 minutes of a four-hour show that uh, Voyeur and I did, which was actually very good. And then the week before, it didn't save at all. Actually, Voyeur was not on time. Um, no. Yeah, he, no. Yeah, he was late. We had to wait for him actually to get a patch to fix this thing so the key that we got would actually work. By the way, my thanks, my profound thanks to yes. all of you who donated. Fuck the rest of you who didn't, but thanks <laughs> all of you who did donate. I said my great thoughts. Yeah, your thoughts didn't buy us a key. But all of you who opened up your wallets and actually shed your hard-earned money did. And now we're on the air broadcasting as we should have been all along, and I feel so much better about it. Yes, so do I. And again, let me add my thanks as well. Um, actually, this is news. It's something we've just got going. Uh, for those of you that did donate, uh, we are actually... Putting together a, you know, we were giving out the one percenter patch to those right. who reached a certain level. We were actually making a commemorative one. It's going to be a one-off. We're never going to make it again. Um, it is in the imperial colors. I thought you might like that, the gold and blue. I like nice. that. I like um, the idea of giving somebody something that yes. that no one else can get after this point. That's that's what I thought would be a night. Because originally we were just going to do D Warrior made those phenomenal patches. Yes, mm-hmm. um, which we are still going to make up for people to go ahead and buy. Yes. But I like the idea of giving somebody something that no one else can. get. And, and that was you know something we were thinking about, and you know 
to those that did donate, to those that really stepped up when RCM needed a little bit of help. They should get um, something special. Yeah, yes. we, that's what we thought. So we've got a special commemorative patch being made. Um, it's going to be just for those that donate. The Indiegogo is still going, so if you do want to get that, you can. Um, we're going to go ahead and leave it up, anyone that does donate to that. But at the end of the Indiegogo, we are going to be shutting that down, and we will never make that patch again. Um, we should have an image of it able to go up tomorrow so that everyone can see it. I will link it on the front page, and you guys can check that out. I, I'm just one more started to say. Anyone else hear that when Emperor or when Vyar talks? What? What? Hear what? What are, are you talking hearing? about? Yeah, we need to know now. So the phenomenal dulcet tones of my voice. Dulcet. 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 Yeah. Okay, Princess Bride. Hey, down. you know what? I never thought I'd get to use the word dulcet in casual conversation. <laughs> we can check this fucker off the bucket list. Funny thing in, in South Park, and one of the one of the uh, bosses at the fight is uh, these giant rats, and they get uh, R-O-U-S-S? buffs of unusual size. So they get, <laughs> so they get these, these huge buffs like attack plus, defense up, etc. Lulu is crackling. Turn her down a bit. See, when the patch went in, all of our levels got thrown off because we were set. No, we're not. Okay. That's mean, Uma Moore. I wasn't flattered There's myself. basic feedback. It's reverbing in my headphones. I hear... Uh, I don't hear any of that. I'm not I... going to punch him. I'm going to slap him. Yes. Well, that yes. was the agreement. Is If we hit $500 before the cast went off the air last week, uh, we would have Lulu slap Varyar, and I would videotape it and put it on there. Okay, I'm, again, I'm adjusting levels here. I, I don't understand because it sounds fine it on sounds mine. sounds fine yeah, on our The problem is we had to run a patch right before the show went on the air, so well, I, that may be it. I can't punch as hard as I can slap. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling I'm going to get whacked here. I told you to shave so we could have skin-to-skin contact. It would hurt worse. That's not you, happening. But you never I'm not responded. sacrificing my beard just to get whacked in the face by you. Oh, come on. As you're talking, I'm adjusting levels. Okay. And actually, to Uma Moore's point, there is no delay. Uh, one of the things we noticed on TRC on Friday when we put the patch in was that the delay was significantly reduced. Which is strange because it's always been about 10 to 15 seconds. And yeah. ideally, that's if you have to dump somebody. Obviously, we don't have that problem here as we're not right. rel- you know, regulated. But It's actually something. It's one of the backdoor things they did. Uh, you can actually adjust it now if you want. Um, but it's about five seconds based on our count. Anyway, stuff. Maybe the mics are set to have Lulu speak from the kitchen, perhaps sending her back there. That yeah, would that's be not a bad idea. We would tr- okay. I made cookies. <laughs> the way you talk and laugh, I'm sure we can still hear you no. and you can still contribute. You could hear me laugh. You and what kind of could... cookies did you make? Did you, you know, what? What kind? Oatmeal molasses. I like cookies. And sugar cookies with banana. All right, some are and saying we're too loud. Garine them. is saying we're too low. I, I don't get it. I, I, I'm looking I at the levels on our end. And we're right where we should be. Yeah, it's I mean, right we're not jumping. Yeah, we're we're spiking right where we're supposed to be, folks. If I go any louder, if I turn it up, you're... You're going to blow out It's going to be distorted. I don't necessarily want to do that, but it, it is where it should be. Garion is old. <laughs> Everyone else says we're fine. <laughs> you hear Mystic Man in the background if that was the case. <laughs> All right, everybody else says it's fine, other than Umar, who doesn't know anything, and Garion doesn't know anything. Fuck both of them. Moving on. Uh, but thank you for donating, both of you, or at least Umar. I don't know if Ryan did, but greatly appreciate Uma it. did, but yes, thank you to everybody again. Um, I think we actually hit the thousand dollar goal, or damn near, by Monday afternoon. Did you yeah. promise that I was going to do any sort of? I promised none of. I, right. I didn't even read that because I did not promise that. Okay. It's just I was, didn't think you would without asking me. <laughs> I would never do that. 
Of course, they didn't ask you about slapping volume, but you were all for that. Oh, yeah, when I suggested I'm all for that. that. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Sure. Uh, do you want to videotape it? Well, yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zana, she sounds let down. No, Are you? no, 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 okay. no, no. That sound you hear is the bus treating me like a speed bump. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Nymph says the $1,000 goal was reached Wednesday. Well, keep in mind, we actually had money donated to directly to the PayPal that right. were not, was not in uh, the Indiegogo. Or seventy three twenty five. I want to yes. say, yeah, uh, yeah, that like was that. there as well. So, yeah. Biomed. Lulu promised she'd strip for me. Easy mistake on your part, Karai. <laughs> You're quite the whore. Apparently, you're just offering a strip for everybody. I, well, Getting naked I, I for money. $1,000 is an awful lot for what they're going to get, though. Now, I mean, maybe if Mia was here, that'd be a different story, but she's younger. And a little bigger. You know. <laughs> Does that hurt your feelings, you're just, Lou? You're just looking at her, like, waiting for her to hit you. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I go before she ever snaps. Or burst, because she hasn't had a good yeah. week. I'm just waiting to see how far I can push her. You're just, like, inching her towards the line like a child just pushing a block. See how far till the tower but falls. But, Lulu, in your defense, it's not really your fault. That's life. As you get older, gravity takes a toll on a person. And now, granted, there's a few more roles on there that really need to be that you probably could do something about. But uh, the rest of it... Now, uh, why are you punching me? You get to slap him later. Ladies and gentlemen, we found the line... And we have crossed it. <laughs> yep. And she says nothing. For the record, just when you're hitting me later, remember that I did not participate <laughs> in that. I sat here quietly, and mentally I was supporting you. Don't take out head. your geriatric angst on fire, is what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, folks, uh, so yes, it uh, appears the show is now where it should be. <laughs> what? Hannah, to be fair, some of the people might have Dom fantasies about Lulu. That's a very valid point. Okay. <laughs> yes. So, Varya, how was your week? Uh, it was interesting. I actually have two stories that you'll get a kick out of. Okay. Uh, both related to my car. Of course. Go ahead. So, all right, I'm going to go with the short one first. Uh, this actually relates for those that I think this, this was on the 56 Minutes last week, so uh, they should know what I'm talking about. Uh, as the listeners know, I paid for gas, forgot to pump it, and drove the fuck away. Yes. What? And then had to yeah uh, yeah you, yeah, you missed that last week. Uh. Last week I I was talking to D and Val about some of their upcoming projects on my phone while I went in to pay for gas and I dropped a twenty on the counter said put it on one walked out to my car sat down and drove out without <laughs> pumping and it took me about five minutes to realize it uh, that call ended and I started talking to Rex and then I looked down at my gas gauge and went oh fuck turned around went back and got the gas so <laughs> I pull in today to do the same thing you know I get to the gas station, I'm heading on my way up here, pull into the gas station, and it's the same gas station. I walk in, and I'm like, hey, can I get 10 on 1? And I gave it to the guy. And it's the same guy from last week, and he looks at me, and he obviously recognized me and goes, right. hey, don't forget to pump it this time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, thanks for the heads up, dick. All right, I'm out of here. And then I went and pumped gas. So that was entertaining. Um, but I actually, I actually ran out of gas yesterday. Because my gas gauge has been off for a little while, but I knew exactly where it was off. Clearly. N well, no, I did. Now it's <laughs> off by more. So, <laughs> okay. So I thought I still had about 10, 15 miles in the tank. Based and you on, had zero. Yeah. So I got stuck on an on-ramp right <laughs> off the highway. <laughs> and I'm standing there. And I was on my way to work. So I had to call them and be like, listen, I'm an asshole. I ran out of gas. <laughs> I'm going to be a little late. <clears throat> so the bad news is, like... 
my entire family is out of town right now. Yes, we're all on vacation. Right, they're all on vacation. So I couldn't call any of them. My mother, at the time I called for her help, was locked out of her dog club that she runs. So she couldn't help me. All right, so I see this is a family trait. Got it. All right. So, I thought it was just you. I start calling some friends. It's not his fault either. It's hereditary. Go ahead. I start calling some friends. Half my friends are in Cleveland. So There's a bit of a drive. Right, yes. yeah. So they're not going to come get me. So I finally get a hold of one of my buddies, and he says he'll be out there, but it's he lives up near Macedonia, so it's like a 30, 40-minute drive to where I'm at. Right. Oh, so nice. So I call my boss, and my boss at work is really cool about it. He's like, listen, shit happens. Don't sweat it. We're fine. You know, we're a little slow. So whenever you get here, you get here. So I'm standing on the side of not even the freeway, but an on-ramp, you know? <laughs> and I do the right thing. Like, I did the right thing. I called the police and let them know I was there, and my friend was going to pick me up, so my car was going to be unattended for a little while, and I was all the way off the road. I was responsible about it. But then I just have to hang out sitting on a guardrail for, like, 30 minutes, you know, once so I get all So you look the, like a homeless person. All that right. Done. Well, it was actually surprising, because I really didn't believe in the kindness of strangers I haven't in a long time, for the most part. But, like, five people stopped to check on me and ask me if I needed a ride. Really? Yeah. It was really actually kind of cool. It, you know, I, kind of a nice warm and fuzzy. Now, how many were serial killers? I don't know. <laughs> one guy was definitely in one of those big-ass conversion vans with rust on the paneling, and you're like, ooh, I don't want to get in there because you're going to touch my chili hole. And I don't want any part of that. Jesus. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> but, like... Five people pulled over to the side of the road. Hey, buddy, do you need a lift? There's a gas station about a quarter mile down. I'll be happy to, you know, take you back and forth. I'm like, each time I said, you know, my friend's on the way. I really appreciate it, but, you know, I'll be good. So anyways, my friend got down there and picked me up, and we did the loop because it was an on-ramp, so we had to not only get off at the next gas station, but then get on the highway, go across. And then get back on the, around. Well, it was an interchange on-ramp, so it was <laughs> up get to the gas station, get back on 224 and head west, get on 77 and go south, and then get back on 77 and go back north to make it to my on-ramp. So it took like 15 minutes just to get from the gas station to back to my car. car. But it was a friend I hadn't talked to in like a month, so it was kind of a nice little catch-up time. Like we hung out for an hour basically while my car was stranded, which was nice. But yeah, so it was interesting. Epic lurker, police officer. All right, Vire, so which part of the car broke this time? Right, yeah. I mean, at this point, the Akron police pretty much know me, so. It was funny, though, because I, I called the non-emergency <laughs> number, you know, to let them know that I'm, my right. car's going to be unattended. Please right. don't tell it. And the lady's like, okay, are you all the way out of the street? And I'm like, well, yeah. I wouldn't want you to get hit by a truck. We're the, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> like, where Wait, so you're saying on? I shouldn't stand on the road? I'm standing in the middle of the road. I just wanted people to be aware that I was here, so I was standing right on the median. Yeah. <laughs> so I shouldn't get in the middle of the lane of 77 North during rush hour? That would be a mistake is what you're telling me. <laughs> I was going to wait for help, but... Oh, oh my wow. God! It was, but yeah, the lady on the 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 cop lady or but you know what? In, in her crazy. defense, I'm sure there's somebody dumb enough out there oh, who's probably. walked in the middle of traffic without thinking, so they actually have to say that to cover their own asses. That's probably days. true. Well, there's probably a thousand to one. Yeah, you know, I'm sure some people are retarded, but yeah, the lady. I wouldn't want you to get hit by a truck. Well, thanks. I wasn't thinking about it, but now I am. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was it was an adventure. So, yeah, I was I was on the side of the road for about 40 minutes and then another 45, you know, going to the gas station and doing the loop and getting back to the car. So you got to work just in time to close the place down? <laughs> yeah, I basically got to work like 45 minutes late because it was a half hour before I was supposed to be there when it, you know, when So you out. might have actually been on so time, you're on time to, to work, just oh, not to us. I, I would have been on time to work, yeah. But never here. Well, you know. Things happen. Do you work? Do you work on Sundays? Uh, sometimes I pick so, up a shift. Sometimes, sometimes. Today I picked up a shift. So. <laughs> we need to know when these things happen so we can push the show back by a half hour. 
Well, well we weren't going anywhere without him anyway. <laughs> this time, that is correct. <laughs> Bio says, help me, officer. I'm walking down the road, and everyone's driving the wrong way. <laughs> I'm sure they've gotten some of those. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm sure they have. Some crazy guy on the freeway. Why? Manly stuff says, if a hot woman offers you a ride, you always refuse. You know, she's into some why? weird BDSM stuff. Well, so am I. So, so what? that works out. I mean, why is that a bad thing? Unless her boyfriend's like creeped out and behind the back seat, you can't see him, and he, you know, jumps up with a garota around your neck. I, I've seen movies. Yeah, that's true. So, how surprised were you that we hit the goal as quick as we did? Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was pretty sure we were going to hit it, but I was just blown away. Within by a day, it. I wasn't. I, I, I wasn't either. I didn't not, think we'd no. hit five hundred before we went off the air. I thought we'd we were hit over it. that. I was thinking about a week. And I was blown away by how fast these generous people responded and helped us out. How did that go over with everybody else on the show? Because I haven't talked to any of the other show hosts. I, I don't really hang around a great deal. Right. No, they were all thrilled. Um, yeah, because they didn't have to ask their audiences for anything. No, well, no, no we're good. We're they've all, yeah, they've all been doing the promotion and everything. Uh, the only downside is Ghost in the Podcast was pre-recorded today uh, since Baron can't go yeah, live Yeah, Baron's with moving, it. yes. Right. So, uh, But he'll have his thing on there Um you know, like I said, we're going to leave it open for those that want to get the commemorative patch. But I'm closing out the other perks um, just because at this point, look, I appreciate all the donations. But at this point, we don't want to just be asking for money. We hit our goal. At this point, I'm just yes. looking at it as a temporary e-store for this one special commemorative thing right. that we're going to leave open. And, and I, I agree with that. Only ask for donations right. when we need them, especially when we're trying to make something of the station to begin with. Right. And preferably, I, I didn't want to do, you know, I said before, I don't. I'm uncomfortable with donation drives, but as soon as we yes. start selling things, my comfort goes up. Um, but I'm hoping we never have to do it again. But to your point, I don't want to turn it into some slush fund. Like, hey guys, just chip in money. I really need Any beer. Anytime, exactly. You know. That's that's not good. So. I have heard that um, apparently uh, some people, uh, other stations, have been in something very similar, a, a kind of issue where they were having funding problems and they were unable to raise the money from their listeners. That is unfortunate. Yes, it is. Aww. So they had to go out of pocket. Um, I believe they did, which kind of bugs me because that means they could have done it the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. didn't. If you can go out of pocket, I generally Why didn't you in the that. <laughs> right. Yeah, again, believe me, if we could have gone out of pocket, we never would have done this to begin right. with. Which was my point. Right. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Lulu, how was your week? Stop yawning. It on the air. sucked. So unprofessional. Okay. Oh, great. Was... I don't remember what the station's name was. I don't really think it matters. <coughs> I just... Uh, Putting it out there. Um, hmm? Nothing. What? So tell us, how was your week? Uh, I was sick as a dog from last Saturday until about Thursday morning. I got sent home twice from work because I just apparently looked so terrible that they're like, no, 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 we don't want you here. I ended up having a sinus infection, double ear infection, and strep. Yay! And you were hanging around Fun. us and my family with a baby in the house? No, not until I was... Plague-ridden? Not until I was on antibiotics and felt better. I didn't come over here until Thursday. Was it Thursday? Yes, yeah, it was Thursday. Kind of blend so, together at this point. Yeah, so I was not contagious and feeling a thousand times better. But then Thursday and Friday at work were so much fun because... Everything was screwed up for the entire month of February, and I basically had to recreate an entire month's worth of records. So. Nice. Good times, good times. Yeah, but, i got to be honest. Illness-wise, this warm and then freezing and then warm and then freezing. Oh, it's terrible. Screwed everybody. Well, and then also at my apartment, um, it's uh, water heater uh, heat. Right. 
so I can't control it. It's controlled by management. Ew. And there's no humidity at all in the air. So it's, it's kind of dry. We're liking it like 15% humidity. So it just kills your sinuses. Right. About a week ago, I bought a um, humidifier, a really big one. So it's it's putting moisture into the air through the whole you know apartment. So now it's up at around 40%. But damage had already been done. I, mean, right. I was already sick by that point. So, that's pretty much it. Shitty week. Glad it's over. Been there. Been there. I'm not looking forward to next week because this is a long week. I worked all day today, which was very taxing. It was busy again. Yeah. Swamped. Busy. Again. Uh, I'm actually, it looks like I'm the only, I may be the only one looking forward to this week. I have a ton of stuff to do, but it's all good stuff. Um, I've got some RCM projects I'm going to get taken care of. i got the Metro Parks thing I'm working on. Um, and then I actually have a couple potential job interviews coming up this Ooh. week, which will be nice. So For real jobs? Uh, well, not there yet, but for jobs that are way better than the job I have now. Understood. So very excited about that. I actually, I'll be honest, I, one thing I was doing, um, and I've been doing a lot recently, is I was going through Ohio. As the listeners know, I used to be an engineer, um, and I loved doing that, and you can actually make pretty good money doing that yes and i was looking at what it would take to get my certifications renewed and it's not as hard as i thought um with my experience it would basically be a matter of walking into uh, a union hall and basically signing up and they'll renew my certs for me and then i could start working on that again oh doing what what is it you did what i mean what kind of bulldozers backhoes graders any type of heavy equipment i'm certified on um, the only thing I'd really have to probably take the test again for would be cranes. Um, but There's good money in that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could start out at 15 20 an hour with that stuff. Uh, and you just, you know, get better and better at it as you get more certifications. But, I mean, I've built roads. I've built airfields. I don't think they really need forward operating bases in the state, but I've built them, too. I don't know. The way things so, are going, you never know. <laughs> Keep an eye to the north, those Canadians. Right. I mean, if the police need Firebase Bravo built, I know how. So, you know. You might be able to find work in Detroit. Hey, well, you might true. could extend my runway out of my... Uh, that sounded like a euphemism. It did, really. I you know, extend my I runway any time. it sounded like that. As my as tunnel hasn't been like, emptied ew, in some time. Oh, ew, man. No, but at the airport. <laughs> Not me. Thanks. That just means that you would have more traffic landing more planes. Yes. Wouldn't that make your job harder? It would make my job fantastic. Oh, okay. Just make sure. Missing, how was your week? I'm glad you asked, Missing. It's not like <laughs> anybody else around here ever does. Really? I bet Lula's sporting a landing strip. Are you? Wow. Shit just got really personal and awkward. Leave it to Ryan, though. It always, it's always him. When it comes to women, he's like right on that. I think he's lonely. As for my week, uh, very busy. Uh, lots of work, 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 work. Both jobs. Um, it's that time of season. It's baseball season, especially at my at my other job. And I've been kind of running the store because, uh, you know, Guire's dad, is, he's phoned it in. Oh, okay. I think he phoned it in like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> we, I was up there. Uh, I've been up there every Friday filling in. Okay. Um, and I was up last Friday with my dad getting a lot of the cloth stuff done before he left on one of his many vacations. Yeah, there's more. I mentioned I'm like, you seem to be going on a lot of vacations. I think only the president has you beat right now. Yeah. But uh, we were talking. He's like, yeah, I figure two, maybe three more years, and I'm fucking out of here. I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, he said that three or four years ago. Well, that's true. God, he's, that stuff is strong. What the hell time. are you drinking? You, Lulu. It's called, um, it's by the company that makes uh, Summer Shandy. 
It's berry weiss. It's beer that has like this berry taste to it. I'm not wild about it. I'm not going to get it again, but it's okay. It's All a little right. sweet. All right. Yeah, you don't like it or you do like it? I like it, but I wouldn't drink it's a strong. lot of it. It's strong. I mean, usually when you guys drink a beer, I don't, I don't smell right. it. But this stuff, It's really damn. sweet. Well, maybe that's what I need to drink. Uh, it's too sweet it's, for me. It, yeah. Too sweet for me. I like. Okay. I, I generally like sour or bitter in my alcohol. Right. Mm. I do. T- I didn't think it would be this sweet when I got it, but yeah. it was sitting right there by the summer shandy, and I went, "Ah, eh, why not?" The olive. Give is a that shot. a pun on Barry White? Yes, I believe it is. And yes. Yeah, I, that's yes. what I took from it. Jaeger bombs? No, Anytime, no, 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 no. Did you no, guys no. ever see that like Guido remix music video from like I think it was off uh, the show, the show with uh, that the shore. Snooky, J- Jersey, Jersey Shore, Shore. Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They made like a remix of those idiots, and it was Jagerbomb. It's the first thing that pops into my head anytime <laughs> someone says it. I'll have to show it to you. It's pretty funny. Yes, I, I can't say I'm up on my a, Jersey Shore. It does yeah, have a high alcohol content, Garan. It does, but for something with high alcohol content, it's almost disturbingly sweet. Right, it's very sweet. Yeah. So you can't drink it very fast, right. so you don't really get a buzz. Whatever. Yeah. So it's a sipping beer. So yeah, saying. more or less. It's. Yeah, it would be good in the summer if you were like out playing volleyball or something. I do like summer shandy. Yeah, we got to get to summer first. Yeah, I know. Christ, it's March. What is it? March twenty third, and it's twenty five degrees outside. It's not gonna be above forty until Thursday. Fuck it. I gotta work downtown the next three days. Just assume work from home. I'm not gonna come out until it's (laughs) eighty. Just gonna hibernate. Fuck this. Yes, I. You know what? I think I just want to do next year. It's not just gonna tell people I'm not coming in. You'll see me in like June. And then I'm gonna work, I'm gonna want to work from home and just set it up outside on Wi-Fi so I can be outdoors and sitting on my that deck. That would be nice. Yes. Oh my god, that I may great. do that. If I get a laptop, I would love to do that because I could be sitting out at my pool. Working. It's not really your pool. It's an apartment it's pool. My pool. Yeah, yeah. It can snow in April. Yes, no, it's, it's snowed into know. May. Yes. Anyhow. Uh, so I, I just work, 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 work. It's been very busy for me this week. Um, <clears throat> I was supposed to have my first softball practice yesterday. I didn't. Um, we were not able to rent out the facility to work because we had to do it indoors, which kind of sucked. I was really looking forward to that. But I was able to fill, finish up last night uh, South Park, The Stick of Truth. I, Very I, nice. My first playthrough, I went ahead and finished it. Uh, impressions, because a lot of people have been asking me about this. I guess a lot of people went in to pull the trigger on the game, which I'm surprised at. I would have figured it with three weeks into it, you either have or have not gotten it. I've had a lot of people come into GameStop that are still asking, what do you think? Have you seen? I'm like, dude, buy it. Yeah. It's funny. It is hilarious. It's funny as hell. Uh, Olive, what do you think about the bomb disarming amp? I'm not, spoiler alert, I'm not going to give away a whole lot here. I Unfortunately, I, the the hand was kind of tipped about that because I had seen other people discussing it, and, and again, because there's no spoiler kind of thing, and it kind of annoyed me when I got to that point. I did like the Easter egg, though, which is if you you get to a certain point, and it's at the end of the game, and you have to go and do something, which is particularly vulgar and yet funny, if you walk out South of the Park. door before doing it, you get a different ending than you normally would have. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Uh, which is, like yeah. Oh, is that the... The thing that you yes. Okay. Because you guys passed out when I was headed towards finishing it up. Sorry. I will say this. I liked it a lot. I thought it was hilarious. Um, there's a couple things I missed, so I'm going to have to do another playthrough to get them. The game continues on after it ends. You can keep walking around and doing quests and talking to people, which leads me to believe there's going to be downloadable content for it, which is fine. Right. Uh, if there's two big criticisms I have, it's the first is that 
when you're learning to fart, and there's different ones. There's the Nagasaki, which is the right. biggest one. The, That's uh, the magic system. Yes, yeah. the magic system. Right. Squeaker, sneaky squeaker. The, yeah, the sneaky squeaker. Uh, the, the cup first in hand. One, the first one that you were trying to do, it was damn near impossible for you to figure out how to do it. And that's it. the problem is it tries to explain to you, at least for the PlayStation version, of, of how to do this. And I assume it's the same for Xbox. And it just, the, they don't explain the controls very well. and It's not very intuitive, which is kind of annoying. And a lot of people complain about it. It's not just me. The Sling of David, is that what it's called? Well, yeah, that's... You kept hitting yourself in the head with the right. rock. Right, and eventually I figured figure out, out how to do that, because I was playing as the Jew class. Right. And eventually we'll, I figured we'll it out. We'll never really be friends. <laughs> I, I think the second time I'm going to make a black guy and see if the dialogue changes. <laughs> a white fighter? Haven't seen a good one of those in a while. A white thief? Never, never. heard of one, but all right. <laughs> It's pretty bad. It's so, I, yeah, that's kind of annoying as to how that system works, and it's kind of an integral part of the game, so you kind of have to master it. The second thing that kind of annoys me is the game is relatively short for a $60 title. I think this more, this, and it's not, it's not a hardcore RPG. It's pretty lighthearted. There's not a whole lot of, of thought process that goes into it. I mean, there's right. stuff on the screen that you'll miss if you don't pay attention, and you do have to do things in a certain sequence, but by and large, there's, this is not a whole lot of meat and potatoes RPG. I, I think this is more of a 30 or $40 title. Um, <clears throat> I would actually recommend probably holding off until it goes on sale. If, if you have not picked it up yet, and you haven't ruined yourself by watching all the Let's Plays on YouTube, I would recommend picking it up at about 40 bucks. I, I think that would probably be a better price point for this particular game. Bottom line is, if you are a fan of South Park, either you know a, a lapsed fan or one who's still current with the show, you're going to like it. It's going to be worth it. So pick it up. It's a, I keep meaning to go back and rewatch the uh, Black Friday. You have I, to I because still... a lot of this, especially the second half of the game, is kind of tied into right. that is to the different classes, their their uh, uh, costumes a, and oh, that episode that is yes. a funny. The Princess episode. Penny. I keep meaning to oh go back and God. do it. I just never get around to it. It's just. It's a time thing. It's always a time thing. So She's never seen the movie. No. So I'm going to make her watch it at some point. Yeah. Because there's a couple of references to the movie. And some of the when stuff did it I've come had, out? 1999, I think, the movie. Was it, the, it wasn't that long ago. I'm pretty sure it was. It was like 2000. It was when I was in high school. 2001, oh. 2002, I think. The Prince oh, Imperial has come hello, down wearing man. his jammies. He smiled at me earlier instead of freaking out. It was really? pretty awesome. Oh, is that why I heard you say that's new? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello, McMack. Hello, He's just kind of looking you? around. He's, He's surveying his domain. Here. Pulling this up here his on future Wikipedia. subjects. And putting his headphones on. Oh, you were right. South Park the movie came out in 1999. Huh. I really thought Bigger, it was longer, and uncut. Get on the mic. Is he? Oh, he's got his head. He's got the headphones on. Get a picture of this. Just like somebody. Hold on, I got it. Uh, got it. Yeah, this is one we put on Twitter because it's hilarious, and he's really cute in his jammies. And right now he's kind of looking at me because he's got the headphones on. He can hear my voice in the headset. See if I can have any sound effects here that I can play that you know won't actually you know screw him up for life. Uh, uh. Did we get any kind of? Okay, that's not what I want to play. <laughs> I'm just playing sound effects to see if I get any kind of reaction from him. He is what 21 months old tomorrow. No, no, the 30th. What do you think? 
He's like, I don't know what to think. There's all these adults looking around at me, and this strange oh, man is taking pictures. So good. And I'm told that that's not, <laughs> that's weird. Look over here. Look over here. Mac. Yeah, he's not, cheese? yeah, he doesn't care. Want to do a cheese? Say cheese. Cheese. This is more of a video thing than a radio thing, but stick with us. Oh, he's looking at the, there we go. Baby blues. You ready? That's the awe factor. Ready? No, Zanath, I'm not playing that. Get Baron to say death. That's right. Here, listen to your uncle say death. Oh, no, say he's grabbing hi. the microphone. Say hi. You going to talk? Talk. This is radio. We this will all there, be man. yours one day. You shall inherit this audience, and you will say, couldn't you have left me anything valuable? Well, I don't know, no, he's just staring at the microphone. He's like, I don't know what to do. For those that want to see it, it's been tweeted on the RivalCast Media Twitter account. I'll have to retweet it on mine. Yeah. Nope. Now he's talking. <laughs> Picking a backup. All right, let's see. Uh, was it tweeted? It probably hasn't been tweeted out yet. I'm, I am following, aren't I? I'm following RivalCast Media. I've seen. Yep, there it is. That's the best one where he's looking straight at yes. us. I'll tweet that one out. That's a great That's picture. quality. <laughs> There's Lulu Dex down behind the uh, Pop Shield and Mick. Well, you know, oh, there you go. So I just him. retweeted that out for the people who are following on the Emperor's Court. True. Such a cutie. Must take after his mother. <laughs> Actually, he's a friggin' clone. Yeah, he's. Fitting image of it. He really is. So sad. And then he's climbed Shut up. He's climbed up on top of the thing, so, yeah. He has got a temper. Oh, he does. When he's picking oh up his toys and God. just chucking them everywhere earlier today because he was pissed. He picked where he something got up and... Shut up. <laughs> I don't throw things anymore. <laughs> he has his daddy's cynicism and hatred for all life. No, he's a doll baby, but he has a temper. I came downstairs to sit up, and he was mad because, like, daddy just got home from work, so it's playtime. And he didn't like the fact that I had to go downstairs and set up for the show. No, he started screaming bloody murder. I do have a pop there, so be careful he doesn't dip into it. He's just sitting there watching us. He's, well, he's never been down here during the show. Live studio audience. So I actually am wearing my glasses today because one of the things that's kind of annoying when I was playing South Park, when I had my contacts in, yeah. even playing on the big screen, for whatever reason, I can't see the small little text and stuff. It kind of throws me off, right. which is annoying, so I'm wearing my glasses yeah. when I'm playing those games. He's like a mini imp, says Manly. Biomed. Imp son is a rapping stomp him in the nuts. Stomp, stomp, stomp him. <laughs> While throwing his toys. Nice. He does stop the yard, though. He likes dancing. Give me a Caption cheese. contest time. Give me a cheese. Oh. <laughs> uh, now we got Mick. Lulu's iPad out. We're trying to take more pictures. Mick. And he's looking at the screen because it's bright and it's got colors and the text is moving and he's like, because IRC's Stuff's talking. happening. Yeah. Iris, he's talking, and he's trying to follow it. He doesn't know what's going on. He just knows that the screen's moving. And now he's behind me. Very nice. Put him on your lap. Anywho, uh, so that's was pretty much my week. Uh, not, I thought there was something big that I, had that I was going to point out or bring up. And I, Oh, uh, Total Biscuit tweeted out right before it went on the air, and I noticed because a couple of you retweeted or tweeted to me that um, apparently Blizzard is doing another shoutcasting contest, this time nice. for Heroes of the Storm. Which is an alpha, and if you guys have been watching uh, Total Biscuits Twitch stream or Sinvicta, 
Aw. Yeah, tweet that. So, tw- there you go, right there. Tweet that one out. Um, anyway, Total Biscuit it tweeted it out, but that's, uh, you know, if you've been watching Sinvicta or, you know, Husky Starcraft or TB, you guys know it's it's basically it's a MOBA. It's kind of like League of Legends or Dota, Defense of the Ancients. So, I don't know. I've uh, won every other U.S. competition they've had. The problem is that Son of a Gun is actually here in the U.S. now, because it used to be TB would take the European uh, contest. I would take the U.S. contest. Biomed says Sinvicta's been a boss. Yeah, I guess the four or five of them have been running around together. They've been uh, all streaming at the same time while they're playing, and they're just getting stopped. Yeah, Truce says, and they're both in the U.S. this time. It's going to be close. Well, you know what? I don't even know if I'm going to do one. Are they going to offer another monitor? Another monitor. Yeah, which I could use. I could use that for Skynet once I hook up to the TV since I had to lend my other one for uh, Lulu's computer. But I will say this. If I'm going to go ahead and do a, a shoutcast for it, I've got to learn the game. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of hard when only a 1,000 people have access to it. It's an alpha. Right. Which is strange whether they want to do a, a contest for it. I mean, you can download and watch the video, but if you don't know the characters or what's going on, that doesn't help you. Right. I don't think they make anything bigger than a 30-inch monitor. I know they make TVs, but a monitor has the resolution. Hmm. Missing. How did you get that 30-inch monitor anyway, Zemp? Oh, good God. Really? You know what? For those who are new to the show, may not even get the reference. Uh, We're stomping over here and smiling and laughing. What are we doing? He's got one of those beer cozies that uh, Eve had knitted while she was waiting for us to fix the system one time. Nice. God, that was a long time ago. It's like three years ago. Yeah, but I wow. I don't even know if I will throw my hat into the ring simply because I don't know the game. True says they do. We've got a few at the office. They cost more than you most used cars. Wow. The office there's a hundred twenty inch monitor. It's actually just four thirty inch taped together. Alright. I would be interested to see what the biggest monitor there is. Because, I, I, look, I've got a 30-inch. If that thing ever dies, uh, there will be another donation drive, because I will be damned <laughs> if I'm going back to anything smaller than 30. What? Is it tweeted out? Oh. I'm trying, but I'm having problems with this. Somewhere. You're having problems with technology? Well, it's not very intuitive for women. It's not necessarily your fault. Maybe you should ask uh, the little one to help you. He's good at pushing buttons. He's all about button pushing. Oh, yeah. He knows how to turn the TV off, how to turn yeah. the cable off, nice. how to turn on the iPod. Make things happen. When Mystic Bim has the iPod and she's sitting on the couch, he'll come running over and say, cheese, because he knows that she can take a picture or a video with it. And he wants you right and She's now. trying to climb in my lap. All right. He wants All to right. be part of the broadcast. Uh, up you go, sir. He wants to see uh, the world he will one day inherit. I'll put the headphones on him for a change. There we go. Oop. All right, there we go. I have no idea if I can. You guys can tell me if I'm actually hitting the microphone because I, I. No, you're good. I can you're hear good. you. Look at that face. Actually, so you if think, you Mick? want, you can have these mics. I, I never wear the headsets. Talk. No, that's, I'm going to put him right back on. He's only going to stick around for a minute. Oh, okay. There's a 46-inch LCD monitor on sale for 1500 See, Lord. but that, I, that, an LCD, that sounds more like a TV than a monitor. What's its resolution? <laughs> <laughs> I bet wow. a 30-inch monitor is black, and that's why it isn't going back to anything smaller. Well, you Actually, know what they say. Once you go black, you don't go back? Yes. Actually, well, there's it is. odd reason why women seem to really like the monitor. He's just taking it all in. I, I expect him to start, you know, squealing or grabbing no, stuff, and he's, he's not. He's just sitting here, very nice, very politely. To be honest, I'm surprised he's awake. Usually, he's crashed by seven thirty. It's like, Daddy, I'm fourth chair now. What? What? He could. 
Well, they don't say. <laughs> of course, we mentioned Black Soul Sakani's got to get in with Newegg. 80-inch monitor. It's not a TV. It's a monitor. Why did we have a... a we had a, a donation drive for a TV. We should have done a monitor. NEC display resolutions, 80-inch HDMI monitor. Holy crap. But it's only got a resolution of 1920 by 1080. See, this one's 2650 by, uh, like, 2000. Uh, $9,800. So this may take a while for the donation drive. <laughs> Holy crap. The way you guys crap. donate, it may take two weeks instead of a day. Good Lord. I, I wouldn't mind a 40-inch monitor, though. That'd be kind of nice. I was grabbing the microphone. Careful. Well, that's because it's something. But can you fit down the steps of the basement? The biggest, and actually measured. You when can't we were looking make that at it, turn. It's right. It's a war room. It's not a basement. There's a difference. Um, you can make it turn to a point. I think a 70-inch is probably the biggest we can get down here because uh, um, Leal Tender and I measure to see. Missing says wait for the 4K TVs, and that's what I'm probably going to wait for. And it's going to be a while before they're affordable for anybody. Right. And it, I don't need one. This is more than sufficient. I, I primarily use it for the show anyways. I mean, the girls will watch TV on an occasion. It, I'm either watching a movie, which is rare, or I'm using the show, which is every week. Right. What do you think there, Prince? He's just sitting here, looking around. Nice Got his hands on around. his headphones. Yep. So we do have a lot to get to tonight. We do have a lot of articles. Uh, we do have, actually, uh, we have quite a few for you to look over, Mr. Varyar. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, some of the guys were telling me they'd sent in, you know, challenges. Basically. Well, they didn't send them to me because the only one I got was for, uh, I got one. Let me pull it up. Darn it. it <laughs> Let's see. Varyard is in this. Yeah, yes. this is what I was told. And I think you actually read it, and I think you Bad. said on uh, TeamSpeak, like, there's no winners in this one. If it's the one I'm thinking of, then no. No side deserves anything. All right. This is from Zanath, of course. Uh, oh, no. I didn't No, no, that. no, no. This is different. <laughs> okay. I can take a crack what? at that. Uh, <laughs> um, Maybe we can do that in the second oh hour, my... unless you want your son to learn new no. words. Though. Oh, my God, no, no. it has a video. Man covered in jello jelly caught. Okay, yeah, we're going to wait. Holy moly. There's a reason why we play that warning for mature audiences at the beginning of the show. Taco Bell diner assaulted for burping inside South Carolina eatery. Okay. Man dies after being electrocuted while taking selfie on top of a train. A lot of train the, accidents this week. Yes. The Elder Scrolls online beta leaves us skeptical. Woman torches car after man refused to buy her a McFlurry at McDonald's. An otter goes on, ran, goes on a rampage at a fast food restaurant in Norway. Norway, I'm looking at you. Why new video games still cost 60 bucks? Dehumanize your friends. Bring cards against humanity-style multiplayer to Chromecast. And that is a game that uh, Baron has that I need to get my hands on, yes. which is Cards Against Humanity. And that is a game I think we'd all enjoy playing. I think we just need to break down and I'll just buy it. Well, I thought they were on back order because it was a Kickstarter only. Right. I and don't know. I think know. still on back order I'll on those. have to look. Yeah, I'll have to check out unless somebody at our scene knows. He's now punching keys on the keyboard because he, he knows how to use the keyboard. And I just um, posted it onto Twitter, Did onto you? my Twitter account. Right. That's the so. awe factor. We'll just try and milk that. <laughs> Let me pull it up here. I will Target. I never go to Target. Oh, he wants to get down. All right. I love Target. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I used to until they gave away all my personal information. Yeah, there's that. All right. Now he's gone. He's out of here. We'll go ahead and retweet that for everybody we'll to go ahead and watch. Yes. Are you ready to go 
All right, folks, uh, we're going to take an early break. We're only about 45 minutes into it. We've cleared out the weeks. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, the little one will be in bed, and we can start hitting. Okay, he's walking around the front. We're going to go ahead and hit these articles. We have the uh, our segments to get to. We have, do we have kick to the curb? Yes? Yes. Also, the mailbag, kind of empty other than for Xanath, and that's mainly because we've had a month without a decent podcast for you to listen to, but you do tonight. So send in your comment, questions, comments, opinions to emperor1g at cox.net. I would very much like to have a mailbag worth reading. All right, folks, we'll be back here in about uh, 12 minutes. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. This is DTD from Sheet Moon, and you're listening to The Mighty Emperor and The Emperor's Court. On RivalCastMedia.com. Bow down to the God King of the Internet. As well you should. All right, we're back here in the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com. I am your host, the Emperor, joined in the studio by Fire. hey By Lulu. Hey, y'all. And we were just discussing off the air before we came back on about the idea of taking phone calls again, which we did way back in the day. Indeed. Now, tonight, IRC is filling out very nicely as we're getting back to, you know, how the shows used to be. Uh... Still, uh, probably about twenty or so off what we're, you know, what Little we used life, to but get. Better, but I don't, you know, of two minds about this of taking the phone calls because the ones we did take were uh, right. The, the questionable quality. I, I think, and this is just an opinion thing. I guess I'd be interested to hear your thoughts here. Um, last time we took phone calls, we just did it at the end of the show, and it was kind of a general thing. Yes. What I would be thinking is if we were going to do it, we'd basically kind of tell people what the top what topic we wanted to discuss at the beginning, and then maybe in the second hour take phone calls on a specific like big topic. Okay, we that could. way it's not a little because to your point, the last time we did it, it was very unfocused and also everything else in the show. Right. Well, I do want to I do want to keep it, uh, you know, uh, thing of Sakai segregated to a small. <laughs> Uh, one segment that people can call in. I don't want to be taking calls throughout the entire day because right. we got we don't have a call waiting system. We don't have a call screener. There's no queue to get set up in, and then you wait on hold. Right. It's let's bombard his Skype now, and right. then I whoever just, right. gets. Oh, really? Uh, well, Garion, potential phone call topic: Lulu's daughter pulling trains or no? Call now. We could get first-hand testimony. We could probably put her on the phone. You could. You just call her up, you right? Bring your daughter yes. onto the show. Yes. Yeah. If that's, that's not a real... bonding moment, I don't know what is. Yeah, because that's really what I want to do. Oh, open her. Open this up for her to just be abused. To be fair, she sounds pretty open already. I just <laughs> want to put her. On. <laughs> oh, we can get away with it because Ryan brought it up. We did not. It was like swinging at a softball. <laughs> she just <laughs> lobbed that in there. Wait for it. Wait for it. Crush Ooh. it out. <laughs> Zana, did they say bonding moment or bondage moment? A lot of guys have that mother-daughter fantasy. Never gonna. <laughs> Not happen. me. Daughter fantasy, all right. But I know the mother. That's the problem. What? She's nineteen. There's no I... bouncer in my bedroom. You're in. Yeah, Daniel Tosh. <laughs> all right. You know what? I would beat you senseless with one of your own baseball bats. <laughs> I only own one bat. I have many mitts. Yeah, I live well. a lot closer to where she does. Advantage, Vario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Just remember, I get to hit you later. Uh, shit. That's true. That's a valid point. Oh, we have a lot of Keep good uh, Twitter fodder today. 
It's going to be pictures of the Prince Imperial, plus we're going to have to put that on YouTube. I do have a YouTube. Yes, I do, because I have stuff up there. All right. Uh, we were also talking about these two before we went on the air. This yes. is from DigitalTrends.com. Fire, go ahead and explain, since you've read this and we're explaining it to me. And I yes. like the idea. I'm skeptical about how well it's going to work, but continue. Go That's ahead. my concern as well. Um, for those that follow tech news, uh, Sony unveiled the alpha of the alpha of their virtual reality headset technology. Um, and one of the things, obviously, that was the highlight of the entire show. You know, everyone's, ooh, look at this, check it out. You know, one of the things that went relatively unnoticed is they're also unveiling digital eye tracking technology and how it can be integrated into video games. Um, there's already a couple phones out there that have, um, I, I'm sure you've seen the commercials, Amp. Uh, I have. A couple of the phones out there that use a really crude version of this to stop video and things like right. that when you look away from the phone. Um, but with this, it's much more refined, it's much more precise, and the way they integrate it into games is there's a sensor that sits below your TV, and it tracks where your yeah, eyes are. It looks a lot like a Wii sensor. It a actually does. A little up, but that's yeah. exactly what it looks like. And you calibrate it by looking at dots that appear on the screen, and it's supposedly a dead simple calibration so that the machine can get a read on where your eyes are for each area. Um, and once you do that, now, instead of controlling your viewpoint and panning and everything with a joystick, um, whether it be on a controller or a mouse, you know, on a computer, uh, although this is obviously being tested for the PlayStation right. at the moment, it's Sony, um, instead it follows where your eyes are. So it takes a little getting used to because one of the things they actually started sh showing it off with was Infamous Second Son. I was going to say, because I, I recognize the screenshot from yes. I've been seeing all the advertisements. But I can tell you right now, I can already see one drawback. You've got to be right on top of the thing. Like yeah, when I play when I play the close. PlayStation Three, I'm yes. a good twelve to fifteen feet away right. from the TV because I'm sitting in the recliner chair on the other side of the room. Well, one of the things I mean, they obviously said it's not ready for release. It's going right. to need some refinement. We're not sure it'll ever be ready for release, but this is one of the things we've been working on. Um, it came out of Magic Labs, which is one of Sony's main R and D teams. Yeah, that's how it works. Right, exactly. And it actually once supposedly. The guys that tested it out, once you get the hang of it, it's very, very cool, but it's a little disorienting at first because since the uh, since it tracks where your eyes are looking, um, in a third-person shooter-type game like It's going to take away the the uh, picture of your character and looking at, okay, I'm looking at the bush. Right. I'm not focusing on the bush, and I'm no longer seeing what my character's doing. And that's, that's one of the concerns. The other one is, uh, for third-person games, most people naturally focus on the character, yes. which is generally set a little down. So when they look at their character, the camera keeps panning down a little bit, so you've got to get used to that. But it does actually make targeting very intuitive because instead of having to aim at a character and then hit the trigger... You just look at them and pull the trigger, and you start blasting away. Um, so it, it's very cool technology. It's a very interesting idea. Um, I actually would love to see them get the hiccups out of something like that. I yes. think it would be very, very neat. But I'm not sure it will ever be as in. It's as not intuitive. like a connect where you can a connect a lot easier to, to get because it's an entire person's body, right? As opposed to somebody's eyeballs. You know, the problem with the Kinect was you couldn't pick up any, you know, black people. What if you have brown eyes? The same issue, you just can't read it? They didn't say, there weren't any issues based on eye color. I mean, nobody at this table is going to have a problem with that. You know, we're all of a higher breed. Blue and green eyes. Oh, jeez. But what? It's Celtic blood. Shut up. Huzzah! That's right. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a really neat idea, and I think it's it's especially interesting to me because, and one of the reasons it caught my eye is, you know, as 
it's almost amazing how fast technology is evolving anymore. Sure. I mean, when I was a kid, I, there's pictures of me banging away on a Commodore the way Mick bangs away on. Yes. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And any now graphics are insane. We just saw a monitor that has four thousand K. You know, four K resolution for twenty one thousand dollars. Still, but, you know, but in exists. a couple of years, it's going to be affordable, like a five thousand right. dollar TV. Yeah. And you know, in in five years, it'll be down in the price range that normal people can afford. The hell is that? is that? It's something on. It's an advertisement running. I just don't know why I was suddenly decided yeah, to kick up and really weird. But you know, one of the other <laughs> okay, the other that issues, was strange. One of the concerns I guess I have is you know, is this going to end up like a gimmick? And, and that's and it very well could be. I mean, the Project Morpheus is no one because we talked about it in uh, Teamspeak today, right. which is and I had noticed that it was getting on Twitter. It's their VR glasses. Right. Look, VR has been tried time and time again. Remember when we had that? In fact, I think I had it. The Nintendo. VR one that made you blind. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was like a Mario. It was like a, you had to look through the glasses and everything was red. It's not the first time that VR has been around. To me, it's it's interesting. It's nice to see Sony being on the cutting edge of actually innovating something as opposed to trying to play catch up with right. Microsoft and the, and the Connect or with Google. Nintendo and the Wii. Yeah. All right. I got to find out what the hell is playing this Which advertising because it? it's aggravating me. What the? There. Now it's off. That's well, just it's still weird. Long, That's bizarre. It. Yeah, but I hope it's not going out over the air. It's not. Okay. That would be that button there. So I may just play just to aggravate people. See what we're hearing? You try doing it with that kind of distraction. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, when you look at all of the various technologies that have been tried, especially when it comes to, I mean, look at the way motion control has been used in gaming. They ev- It's the next huge thing. It's the next big thing. Everything's going to use motion control. Turns out gamers don't want to get off the couch to play their video games. Well, it's a novel idea. It was the same thing with the Wii. It's like, okay, cool, right. I get to move my arm around. But you know what? After about 15 minutes, I my arm's tired. Down. I don't want to play Zelda anymore. <laughs> i got a Trogdor arm because I've been swinging my sword. <laughs> Is that why? Is it the swinging of the sword? <laughs> I mean, there's other Wii games or, you can play, or but something else with a sword. It's like a shake weight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, when you look at all of the various things that have come out, that you know, and are they're not nearly. I guess it's not fair to compare, you know, precision eye tracking technology with you know 3D. But 3D is a total gimmick. I mean, it really. I mean, it is. And that's to be honest. That's what I'm surprised we haven't seen yet are 3D games. The TV that I have here that was you know paid for in large part because of donations is a 3D TV. Right. And yet there are no 3D games out there for it. Right. I can flip a switch. and I mean, We've watched 3D movies in this yeah. before. We watched Pacific Rim. I've got Gravity over there that I've been waiting to watch in 3D. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. But it never caught on in games. No, it didn't. Ever. And I, I don't think 3DS was a, you know, a flop until they lowered the price so much that it started selling like a regular DS. Right, and I can't tell you how many people have played the 3D version. They don't care, and I'll tell Just you, leave right, it at the 2D. The new version of the DS, the 2DS, takes the 3D games and makes them 2D. Right, which is what people prefer, and that's what people have been buying. I, look, if they did a really good 3D oh, version, I would probably I buy it. I like it. I like 3D. I just, I, what I foresaw happening was much like movies, where it comes out and it's an $80 game for a 3D, but it really doesn't add a whole lot to it. Most of the movies that come out, I won't pay 20 bucks to go see a 3D movie. Right. Fuck that. No. I'll no. wait till it comes out on home video, and I'll buy it or rent it and play it on my TV. I'm just not going to pay the extra money to go and see it, because in most cases, they put it in towards the end in post-production. It wasn't shot in 3D, and it blows. And it sucks. Yeah. Well, like what we were saying the other day, we happened to be watching, what, Clash of the Titans? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said no, that Wrath you, of the Titans, right. You said you'd actually gone to see Clash. 
in 3D, and, and there that was, like was three things. There's that yeah, were 3D. there was like maybe two or three minutes of actual 3D stuff. It was put in post production, and they did it at the last minute after the movie was already done. I think it was the crack, and they made him 3D. And it was terrible. I mean, you could tell it was terrible. I I was very aggravated. I, my point being that that's something I thought we would see because the 3D rage was all out there, and it never really happened. Right. And but I mean, and the flip side to this is. 3D definitely a gimmick. It costs a ton to implement it. Yes. But, and this is where I can see this taking off and actually being adopted and released if, if people like it and are able to adapt it to the, I mean, especially for first-person shooters. Holy shit. Imagine how fast people's reflexes will be then. It'll be retarded. But implementing this isn't that much more work. Once you get the actual basics down on how to code it and everything, after that... Now you're basically just taking this eye tracker's input and replacing it with you, you take one joystick and replace it with the eye tracker. So something like that is going to be a lot easier to implement in the long run. Obviously, they have to work on it first and do some significant R&D to really hammer the bugs out. Right. But once it's done, it's not like 3D where you have to shoot in 3D or you have to add it in post-production and it sucks. It's going to be basically just replacing a single control. So I think it's a little more feasible in that manner. You know what I mean? But that's an awful lot of production down the road that well, I just don't think is. anyone's going to invest the money, at least right now. And I think that's what <clears> it comes down to. Is Sony willing to invest the dollars in something like this for more than wow factor to really hammer out the bugs and really make if it work Sony just to replace a single If Sony wants to grab joystick. the market share back from Microsoft, and right now they're running pretty even because of the disparity with the new systems, with as far as price goes and the fact that Sony launched first. Right. And all the bad PR. Yeah, Sony's winning. but They could. Yeah. They could sink the money into it and try and pull out. And look, Sony's got cash. Oh, yeah. Granted, they've had a rough time lately, but still, they're rolling in dough if they wanted to. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, they're... Missing Manly stuff says we should blame James Cameron. No, 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 no. James Cameron, okay, he made a shitty movie, but it looked fantastic. It looked gorgeous. Ever, I mean, I've so got it. for the Marines. Oh, so was I. Giant battle armor <laughs> and Marines. I was like, uh, a mech or a bow and arrow? Hippies yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder or who's going to win. Of course, and I know they're making two more, but the 3D version was fantastic. Yeah, so oh, I would gorgeous. pay for a, go- a movie like that every day of the week. But it was made 3D That's from, from the, the shot of 3D, correct. Right. It was designed correct. to be 3D. It was the 2D version that was done in post. Which, and then, you know what? On this TV, that looked fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it looks Especially great. when it had the thing spit up at 240 megahertz. Yeah. Wow. That's one thing I kind of had a problem with when it came to uh, um, South Park is that, and I don't know if it was because of me, and the TV, or if this is a glitch in the game, but the the TV was refreshing faster than the game could keep up with it. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Even though it was a Blu-ray game. Right. So that was kind of annoying at times. It was a mostly animated movie. I'm fine. Make, animate it then. Go ahead. I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh, God, I loved Who Framed Dude, Roger Rabbit. That was one of my favorites. Pixar movies are one of my guilty pleasures. Sure. I love them. I, I, I've liked most of them. Having a six-year-old nephew is a great excuse to have you know to go see them, you know? Oh, to think, uh, I'm not going to see Turbo for me. I'm taking Cameron. You Turbo know, not Pixar or whatever. Turbo's a bad movie. I say, I say Pixar. I mean animated. I enjoyed okay. it. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I enjoyed it. I didn't like Cars. I didn't like Cars. Hated I didn't cars. really. Uh, Cameron loves Cars. I like Incredibles. Really cars. I like Incredibles. Was great. I loved Up. Uh, up that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, up Wally. Loved Wally. Wally was good. Brave was good. Um, I like not Brave. as not a slam dunk like everybody else. Right. I liked it. it. Was still good. A little tired of the Scottish thing. Yeah. Most of us Irish, anyways. Uh, t- t- I know the Incredibles have a sequel in the works. I've heard. I don't know why they waited so long to do that. 
Mm. I actually haven't seen Frozen. I haven't seen uh, Frozen either. I don't want to. I, I, mm. Your daughter desperately wants to see Frozen. Really? She's never once mentioned it to me. She has never said it once mentioned it to me. Almost every day that I've been here, Thursday, all I ever Friday, hear about is fucking today. Divergent, Divergent this, oh, Divergent God. that. I want to go see Divergent. Uh, well, I'll take Hunger Games. It. That's what I told. Too. Yes, and I so we I read the book. So did I. It took me about three days. It took me about right. three for days for the entire too. trilogy, and it was very. I, I did yeah. not like the third book at all. I didn't really like any of the Wreck-It Ralph at all. I liked the, the first one. Not it Pixar, was unoriginal. Drek. It was just uh, the, dystopian future. The third one sucked ass, though. Come yeah. on. But it's an international bestseller. Well, other Pixar movie that I like. I never even heard of it until they made the movie. No, I, I hadn't heard it, but either. You know what? I did not like Finding Nemo. <gasps> I hated it. I love Finding Nemo. You didn't Nemo. like Finding Nemo? Did not. I love Didn't like the movie. Nemo. Hated the voice actors. Really? I hate them in general, but yeah, I, I didn't like it. I really like uh, Monsters that Inc. One. Eh. Eh. I did not like Monsters. Eh. I didn't like Universe Monsters U. I loved Monsters. I love Monsters Inc. Don't like Monsters U. Yeah. Um, Ice Age movies were okay. Uh, I liked How to Train Your Dragon. Like that yes, one. So I've not I. seen Despicable that. Despicable Me. One and love, two. Love that. Love, love them. I uh, people have argued with me, but I really liked uh, Mega Mind. I thought that was hilarious. Um, parts of it, I like. Again, argue with people, but. Toy Story did not like. <gasps> I First love one, Toy good. Story. Two and three was we need more money. No, I love Toy and then Story. The I didn't need. Well, the, the thing other is ones. missing. When I say Pixar, I like I'm encompassing all animated I movies. I love Bugs Life. Okay, you know, I just use Pixar as my throwaway term for that type of movie. Gotcha. Because I couldn't tell you what I, I couldn't I, I tell couldn't you if it's either. Pixar, DreamWorks. I have no idea. Shrek who made them. Shrek like was Shrek. right. Like yeah. Shrek. I liked. Like Shrek life. too. I think they kind of started stretching anything out by three and four. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, actually, D-Warrior, I have one note for you. I will hit you up during the next break. So we'll see okay. where Sony goes with this. I, I hope it works out. I, I, I really like their VR idea with the Project Morpheus. Again, as long as it doesn't blind me. Because that whole thing, that blindness, i got enough going wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm remiss. I see Kalila has actually made it to the show, which I Happy did not expect birthday. her. Right, I thought she was going to be out getting blitz for her birthday. Apparently not. She's back. So happy birthday, Cleela. Speaking of birthdays, it is also Biomed Alchemist's birthday. Hey, what does he do for the show, though, really? Well, it's a valid point. That was more Fuck on him. my end. All right. Happy birthday, Bio and Cleela. Happy birthday, Bio. Happy birthday, Bio. He runs the server. He does. He keeps the stream up. He does. So. All right. So if he, he wants to get any more platitudes, we'll keep this thing running. He defends <laughs> us from zombie nets. <laughs> So happy birthday is all around. Anybody else we need to plug before we uh, move on? No, I think okay. we're good. I think we're good. This is from TheVerge.com. Bioshock creator Ken Levine wants to make infinitely replayable video game plots. Now, if you think about it, this is no different than what Warcraft and Blizzard have already been doing with launching an expansion and launching uh, uh, patch, uh, uh, content patches. You can keep a story going as long as you want, as long as you can write up new material. Well, so what is it that he's saying that, that is different than what I'm understanding? Here's the difference. And actually, I'm going to lay a little bit of backstory here. Go ahead. Um, as I think most of our listeners probably know, Ken Levine was the ba the mind behind Bioshock. He built Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and Bioshock Infinite. Um, he headed up Irrational Games, which worked under 2K. Uh, and he recently <laughs> left because he didn't want to keep doing Bioshock. Yes, I did just snap your panties because nice. they're out and they're like way up your... But I, I, I went was to get wondering a, what you reach. For I went to get like, a drink, and there's just there's like four inches of underwear way above her pants. Yeah, which means her underwear is probably three times bigger than she is. Go ahead. Manly stuff, system shock, also. Um, but obviously, he's he's a name. 
and he's yep. long been involved in AAA titles. Um, and as the head of Irrational, he had a staff of about 100 working on his games. He recently left that saying he didn't want to do Bioshock anymore. He didn't want to do AAA titles anymore. He wanted to focus on smaller, more deliverable, more replayable content. Um, especially one of the things he cites is the whole, with more and more players getting into alphas and betas and wanting it early and seeing and wanting their input taken into the game, you lose a lot of the twists and the spoilers that you know make, a, make a, for a really good story. Okay. So instead of focusing on endless DLC and endless new patches and endings and expansions and things like that, what he would like to do, and this is where I'm not sure we're able to do it yet, but, I mean, Ken Levine's a fucking god at this, and I'm just, you know, me. Obviously, so, in his head, much like, you know, when it comes to quantum physics, somebody can right. see all the math in their head, but the rest of us are like, what? Right. I mean, Go if ahead. Feynman tells me, you know, gravity's twisted, you know, with the new study that came out, hey, I'm going to have to believe him have- because... <laughs> what the fuck know. do I know? <laughs> so Ken Levine thinks this is possible, and what he wants to do is code the games in such a way that the games actually, I'm going to use the words write their own story, but it's not exactly that. Um, obviously, the code isn't thinking of new ways to surprise you, um, but he wants to make the relationships between NPCs and the player more dynamic, um, and that's what he sees as the first step to that endlessly replayable content. Where it's basically taking the existing, I mean, if you look at Fallout and games like that, they already have relationships and you can be good or bad or things like that. What he wants to do is take it from a 2D linear relationship where you're either friends or enemies and expand that and make it almost 3D. So you helped him here. But, you know, this thing you did over here kind of hurt them, and they heard about it, or maybe they didn't, and they don't know about it. So he wants to make the universe more dynamic, more So essentially more he wants the game to make more like real life, whereas yes. some stuff will hurt you, mm-hmm. only if they know about it, that right. kind of thing. Uh, what, he it, wants the relationships it's to funny, be better. In in the back of my mind, and I keep, this keeps popping to the forefront as you're talking here, of a Star Trek Next Generation episode, I know this is going to be weird, real big nerd alert, but you're listening to an internet radio show, so fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Where Jordy and Data are are doing a um, Sherlock Holmes Oh, I just play. watched this yes. one the other day. Did, okay, was it on? Yeah. And no, they go in, on Netflix. and Jordy, Jordy tells the computer, create a character that is capable of defeating Data. Not capable of defeating Sherlock Holmes, he but, said data. And I keep thinking of the thing as you're explaining this, create an NPC or a character that's capable of defeating this particular person. Not everybody, but the right. person playing the game and revolving around that. That's a hell of a lot of what-if uh, coding that's going to have to go into. Well, and that's, if this, then this. And that's the part where, in my head, now again, Ken Levine, god of the games industry, right, yeah. me, lowly co-host on a radio or an internet radio show. So I, I assume Schmucking in his head, Johnson. <laughs> yeah, in his head he thinks it's possible, and I hope it is because it sounds really cool. That would be awesome. But, you know, NPCs that don't just react to you on that linear level but react to everything. Mm-hmm. Game events that react to previous game events. You stole a car, therefore X, Y, and Z now can happen. And then whatever happens to those leads to more things. But yeah, to your point, Em, that's a hell of a lot of what-if coding. Now, I'm half-hearted when it comes to coding, so I'm not the guy. But if he thinks it can be done, the thing that I find interesting is he wants to do that, and he got rid of 85% of his irrational team. He only kept, like, the 15 top guys to stay with him. And he wants to keep it a small new studio to work on this. 
So he's obviously got a direction in mind. He's obviously trying to keep only his best talent with him for this. And I guess it makes sense. The problem is when you start talking about something that becomes large enough to feed upon itself, right. you got to get there. Oh, yeah. It's not, God, Especially when play- you're going to conventions and telling people, this yes. is what we're doing. Now there's a certain expectation. Yeah, I mean, Come on, you've... Ken. Show me something. You know, I think Don't just it, throw it out there and give me nothing. It's one thing to have a panel where say, well, you know what? This is something we're thinking about. This is what we're theorizing. We're theorycrafting about this idea of a game. Well, that's it's a whole doing. different thing to yeah. say we're actually building it because you got to find the capital and the time. And I don't know if he's got the manpower if he's scaled it back that far. Well, in his favor, 2K has kept him aboard with them. And 2K has already said, Ken, you've always delivered for us. We're behind you. Show us what you want to do. We're going to support you with the resources you need. But this goes back, um, I, I don't know if you saw, I wrote a little article, and I want to try and keep writing some more about the direction of the industry. Um, but Ken Levine has basically fallen, or not fallen, but taken himself out of the AAA titles for the immediate future, and he's almost gone indie. And indie is where we're seeing a lot of this really cool innovation. I mean, the indie market is almost becoming the R&D lab for the games industry. This is where you're seeing a lot of these really cool ideas pursued because now Ken Levine doesn't count because he still has 2K's backing, so he's kind of in a weird limbo there. But he's still basically turning himself but into 2K one of these smaller studios. 2K doesn't have gobs of capital no. unending funding like a Microsoft or a Sony does. But at the same time, it takes him out of the realm of the solo right. or two- or three-person indie studio. Now he hey, is, I got an idea. Right. I'm plugging away at this in my free time while right. I'm doing my day job. Right. This is still his day job, and he does have – I mean, 2K isn't in the same – realm as those guys but they but still, still are a, a major company, publisher right. yeah you know they still do have quite a few resources so but you know again it's these smaller labs these smaller developers is where you're seeing a lot of these cool ideas coming from and i hope it works out because that type of game i mean that would be a huge innovation especially for the storytelling in a game but also to your earlier point for the realism the immersiveness of that world for its ability to pull you in and react to what you're doing that would almost it that would almost make the rails completely invisible. And it also mm-hmm. reminds me very much of um, that Ready Player One game that I or that book, book that yeah. I wrote, right? Where it's a perpetual world. Wait, and you wrote Ready Player One uh, that I it's read. Those games, shut up. It was giving me. I read. That, I want to read that. What? The Ready Player One. Yes. Okay. Well, I, I missed. We were supposed to read it, but then I don't know where it's ended up. Yeah. Actually, I have the I, ebook. I've got to read it. Uh, Larry Correa says the next Monster Hunter International book is up on EAR. I know. I read it. Oh, did you? Yep. And? Good. Damn. Damn. 15 bucks, though, for a book that's not finished. Yeah, I mean, and there's obvious editing needing done, but it's pretty cool. You get to play with Franks the entire book. Really? So it's not about MHI? Nope. Uh, I mean, MHI makes an appearance, but they're total supporting in this. It's all about Franks and I where if he anybody, came from. A lot of people I talk to are still confused about his character because it sounds familiar to them, but they haven't quite figured out exactly who he is. I'm like, in this book, you learn. How do you not? <laughs> By now, you should have figured out exactly what he is. Right. He's pieces, parts, and he can't die. But where did his spirit come from? Where and... did the animated force come from? And in this book, you learn that. Okay. okay. And it's really cool. It's really cool. I liked it. I very much enjoyed it. Um, I actually finished the book this morning. Uh, what When does it do out? In July, I think? Uh, I thought it was June, but yeah, June, one okay, of the like June months. Because I'm looking forward to it because I got that, and then Wonder oh, yeah. comes out right after. Mm. I also need the second, the third one from um, Hard Magic and Spellbound. Your dog eats my books, and I, I haven't gotten any of them back, so I'm a little hesitant to get you, lend you anything. 
I don't what? have the friggin' dog. You've got anymore. like thirty books of mine that I've yet to see, and those are the ones that I, that have not been eaten that I'm aware of. No, they have not been eaten. Yes, her dog ate one of my John Ringo books, and then her husband tried covering it up. Nice ex-husband. Ex. Which one? I think the second one. Uh, the oh, the book. Yeah, Eye of the Storm. Oh, okay. The one that I was looking for because I, th- yeah. I thought I had not read it. Turns out I did. I had to stop at the Good barn stool on the way home, and I picked it up on the way. It leaves the story hanging again. Yeah, I know. And it's what been that way for since 2009. What the what fuck? does. I've got to sit that boy down and say, look. Finish some storylines, Yeah, you, you can't just keep. he just leaves him you got hanging ADHD, out there. Man. you got an idea, and you run with it until you run into a wall, then you stop. And then you create another friggin' series. Right. All of which I immensely enjoy. But I'd yes, like but I'd like to have some resolution. Yeah. Exactly. Now for a completely different twist. From the Huffington Post, UK. Of course, this could only come from the UK. Cow, <laughs> s- cow sex horror sees multiple pileup and two men arrested. Okay. Two men have been arrested after one was allegedly caught trying to have sex with, quote, several cows while his friend filmed the encounters. Reed Fontaine and Michael Jones were booked for misdemeanor sexual misconduct last week. Their pair were caught out when a suspicious farmer and... Herkimer County, New York, set up hidden seat, uh, hidden CCTV. Oh, this happened in New York. Wow. Uh, after I, wow, okay, I thought this was in. I thought the this UK. was UK. After well, I know the articles from there. After noticing his cows appeared anxious and were not producing as much milk as usual, <laughs> writes Syracuse.com, or at least what he thought was milk. But wait, it gets worse. During one of these late-night encounters, oh. one of the cows is said to have become so agitated it ran into a road and was killed after being hit by three cars. It didn't want to be raped anymore. Uh, Channel 8 news reporter Bob Wilson was sent to investigate and claims his team discovered Fontaine in the act oh. while Caraman Jones recorded it. He revealed his crew filmed the incident but said, We can't show you that video because the man was naked and covered in jello. He summed up, quote, you can't make a story like this up, folks. Two men are in jail, one cow is dead, and three cars are totaled. Two drivers were taken to the hospital following the 4 a.m. pileup. Meanwhile, Fontaine and Jones have been released on bail. And he looks like a real winner, folks. This is what you want to take home to your... Oh, my God. And there's two of them. Why, why covered in jello? Where so, did the jello come in? Oh, oh, and we're getting the, the signal. Uh, this is the dude that filmed. This is the dude that screwed. And we're getting this signal from Varyar. Really? Yup. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Someone's getting railroaded all aboard the train of injustice. The whistles go whoop. Well, you want a whoop whoop? It's that whoop whoop. Stance challenge. All right, let's see what you do. All right, now, this is one of those ones. Wait, wait, let me get a drink first. Okay. This will be interesting because this is totally off the cuff. I I haven't seen this until just just now. now. But they're always off the cuff. Go ahead. Well, sometimes I, I take sometimes a look you, at them yeah. at the break and give myself a little five minute head start to uh, to think. But God damn. I'm not sure who to defend here: the cow that killed itself or the <laughs> rapist. Because I think the cow's actions were justifiable. I think so. You have, oh, I think so too. Yeah, you have two <laughs> tiny dick little white men coming at you in Jello, trying to stick their you know. And God knows how many times. Yeah. Right. But you know what? At the end of the day. Doesn't everyone just want to be loved? And 
to your earlier point, those guys have a face not even a mother could love. <laughs> they look like cow rapers. <laughs> and okay. stereotypes don't lie. Initial impressions, first impressions are important for a reason. And when you look at these two, they're going to have trouble finding a woman. And if you think about it, this might have been a medical necessity. Because if a man be does not ejaculate for too long, it can actually do prostate damage. It can get enlarged. So these guys, if you look at it the right way, were preventing cancer. And I would argue any of you to take up the torch for cancer and say that that's a good thing. I don't think you can. If you're anti-cancer, you're obviously pro-cow fucking. <laughs> so at the end of the day, you have to salute these men. In fact, if you look at it, they tried to make it as non-terrifying as non- We need a 60-mile walk for this. <laughs> They tried to make it as gentle as possible. Not only did he lube up, but he lubed up with Jello. Jello is delicious. Exactly. He tried to make himself more appealing. Show me one person that doesn't like Jello. There's okay. always room but, for Jello. But Jello exactly. is made out of cow. I mean, yeah, cow bones. I know. Right. So yeah. I mean, he was trying to show something familiar. You know? Oh, okay. Listen, other animals sometimes are cannibals, and that's just going to have to happen. <laughs> but by covering himself with, you know. Basically, cows ground up insides, which is what Jello is. He was basically taking it out of the realm of bestiality and trying to make a more familiar and comforting experience for the cow. It's not his fault that the cow gave consent by standing there and then halfway through, like a skittish sorority girl, took <laughs> off at full speed and decided to throw itself into traffic. He can't be held responsible for those cars that were damaged. That was the cow's fault. He obviously got inside. The cow said yes. That's consent. All right. The cow said moo, Zanif which is yes in cow. Xanafar isn't going with the no means no, but moo means anything defense. No, that's basically what I am going with. Biomed, geez, the walk of shame just became the pasture graze of shame. Elite gave consent by standing there. Yes. It didn't run at the beginning. It waited until halfway through. Oh, gee, warrior. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm just going to leave it there because the IRCs take it and just they run the whole other direction. Folks, this is it. why you need to be here for a live show. Oh, I can't keep up with all the great one-liners that people are just they spewing are just out. just throwing it out there. It was gelatin. <sighs> Epic lurker. It was gelatin. <laughs> Zanif, the cow was so distressed that it couldn't wait for the metal bolt. Right through the skull. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, in summary... Cow fucking prevents prostate cancer. Exactly. <laughs> and let me, and you Got try it. to do the pro-cancer side. You know what? Side. Actually, and now that I'm thinking what about it. What would be the color for that anti-cancer campaign? White? What color jello was he wearing? Oh, good point. Good Didn't point. say. But as always, I can actually tie this back to women. <laughs> it's always a woman's fault. Okay. Because if these gentlemen were in fact trying to prevent prostate cancer by getting off, which they clearly were. Obviously, there was a woman out there who wasn't willing to help them. Well, did you which see Which means them? that the, re the, the fact that they were fucking cows is a woman's fault. Yes, but did you a see them? A woman who wouldn't put out. So you're pro-cancer. Is that what you're telling the me? For those two, yes. All right. <laughs> for those two, yes, I am. Sean Castor, Christ, I feel bad for the cameraman. 
The oh, I know. That is going to be fucking. Can you awesome. imagine oh, that? Like, you show up to a farm thinking maybe there's some like cattle rustling and you or find some poaching somebody going on. Fucking a cow. And there's a guy with his pants around his ankle, covered and in jello. Are you kidding this? <laughs> Tell me you're kidding this. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting it. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, this is great. He goes home and he's like, my eyes, my. Eyes. Oh yeah. Imagine trying to explain that to your editor. <laughs> you come back with that story. So, boss, uh, listen. Uh, uh, Lead story? Lead I story? The, I got an interesting story. It's got everything. There's Here cows. Go. There's just, suicide. Just watch it yourself. There's sex. But there's There's cows. a crash. There's, there's, there's fatalities. There's livestock involved. The story's got Suicide everything. attempt? <laughs> no, it wasn't an attempt. Three it was car successful. Pile up? Yeah. Well, I think at that point, every suicide attempt is going to be successful. Once you're that motivated to kill yourself. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) D-Warrior says, why does this hamburger taste strangely like (laughs) Jell-O? Which is amazing. (laughs) Oh, man. The new Kobe beef. (laughs) (laughs) Pre-tenderized. Oh, Oh, good. Higher grade of protein. Two cows, one Jell-O. Jesus. Oh, God. The smoking gun. Cops, Taco Bell diner assaulted for burping inside South Carolina eatery. Now, as the only person here from South Carolina, that would be you, Lulu. So explain this one. These are your people. (laughs) A Taco Bell patron grabbed a fellow diner around the throat and struck him with a chair after accusing the victim of not excusing himself after he burped inside the South Carolina eatery. Isaiah Morris, 20, told cops that he and a friend were sitting in a booth eating Sunday afternoon when an unknown white male asked if he had, quote, had just belched and not said excuse me. Damn, the South is really strict on their uh, <laughs> yeah, manners. We are. Southern Acor- hospitality, motherfucker. Well, According to a TKK police department report, when Morris asked the man what he had said, the attacker picked up a chair and struck Morris in the elbow. This prompted Morris's friends to run in from outside the parking lot. Verify turning into a Royal Rumble. Can't use uh, a foreign object. Morris said that the man then grabbed him by the throat and tried to headbutt him. At that point, Kara Martin, a 17-year-old Taco Bell worker, interceded and ordered the man to leave the restaurant. Well, there was a lady present. Right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Martin told police that the assailant drove off in a white vehicle that was possibly a pickup. Poss- possibly. It could, could have been a car, might have been a Kia, uh, maybe a truck. It was, it was hard ah. to tell. It was white. The witnesses were not able the to record... The suspect is hatless. I repeat, hatless. <laughs> they weren't able to record his tag number. <laughs> a cop noted observing a minor abrasion on Morris's elbow and redness around his throat. The investigator added that the Taco Bell manager advised that he did not believe that the surveillance cameras were able to record the incident. Of course not. Of course not. It's a master Corporate criminal. tells me that it did not record the incident. As a result, police have administratively closed the assault and battery case. That's it. They they just closed the case. So it was a random choking and thrashing after a burping incident. You're in Taco Bell. Yeah. There's beans and cheese involved. You know what? That could have been worse. It could have come out a different angle. That's all I'm saying. You could have had you know a dragon breath or a sneaky squeaker. Better to do it the burp. Your magic is strong. I don't know if you were going for a two for there, but cow fucking is just totally burned me out. Absol- yeah. Well, we've got plenty here that you can take a swing Lovely. at. Man dies after being electrocuted while taking a selfie on top of a train. Wow. 
As a 21-year-old went to snap, this is from the mirror.co.uk. As the 21-year-old went to snap the photo with his mobile phone, he accidentally touched a high-voltage wire. Darwin Award winner. Yep. A Spanish man, all right, so it wasn't a real person, was electrocuted <laughs> after climbing on, to the, on top of the roof of a train to take a selfie. The 21-year-old died in Anjouar, Andalusia, at noon Saturday after clambering on top of a... Haulage. Haulage locomotive with a pal. The duo thought the train parked in sighting at the town station was not electrified, but its cables were still, in fact, connected and conducting a current. So he went to snap the photo with his mobile phone. The victim accidentally touched a high-voltage wire. The electric shop threw reportedly, threw, reportedly threw him from the train. Good editing. His friend also suffered a severe electric shock but survived. ABC reports that firefighters, police, and paramedics rushed to the scene. The, electric, the electricity supply between local stations was cut so the pair could be attended to. But it was too late. And the 21-year-old from Vegas de Triana was declared dead at the scene. His friend was taken to someplace hospital where he remains in a serious condition, not before tweeting out the selfie. Anjar Mayor Jesus Estrel, Estrella, Ester, whatever, declared three days of official mourning in the town. Why? Three days? Because three days because he's an idiot. Would have been dumb. a full week if it had been you know, truly accidental. You know what? Jesus. Followed if by two days of laughing. If he'd climbed on top of a moving train to take, like, the greatest James Bond-style selfie ever or something, you'd get a little sympathy. But he died in a train yard on a stationary train yeah, because he touched because a power line. Because he was line. stupid. He you didn't just, look. Look, I feel bad about speaking ill of the dead. Oh, wait. No, I fucking don't. You're <laughs> retarded. T-Warrior, he didn't accidentally touch it. His phone didn't have a flash, so he had to improvise. Well done. Sakani <laughs> so says the guy who was attacking Taco Bell actually commented on the news story. Did you close it? I did, but it, we read the whole thing. Well, no, he said commented, maybe at the bottom, like oh. a comment comment. Oh, okay. Uh, can we bring it back? I can try. That was what oh, smoking under gun. Your... Well, hang on. Smoking... You missed, like, a lot of letters. <laughs> Smoking gun. What was it? Taco Bell, maybe? Taco Bell. Let's see what comes up. There it is. There it is. Okay. Scroll down. All right. So the guy's name, just so we know, what's his name again? Uh, Morris. Isaiah, Isaiah Morris. Isaiah Morris. Holy crap. I'm Isaiah Morris, and mm, the one who was attacked. It's very funny this is getting national news. To clear the air, I did not belch. This man was saying gibberish and was unaware of what was going on. His wife said she was sorry that he didn't know what he was doing. I don't have the best manners, but I did not belch. Because that's the part of the story that needed clearing up. <laughs> Listen, Isaiah, nobody thought you were a dickbag. His he... expulsion of gas, which he's saying didn't happen. Oh, he's God. getting fucked over the news because they're saying he instigated the fight because he couldn't hold on to his bodily noises. That's not necessarily his fault. At the bottom, I'm not offended. I just hope this man is okay. Trolling for PR. Now, we're again, we're assuming that this is the guy. Right. Because I can make up a Facebook that says to him, in fact, maybe I should, just go on there and start, I hate black people, and this Negro hit me. It was a white guy. Yeah, it looked like a black guy. Again, he comments, I'm not sure I didn't know him. But he wasn't aware of the situation. I'm not sure I didn't know him. That sounds oh, He didn't put a strange. comma. I think he was... Re- Responding to something. I'm not sure, comma. I didn't know him, but he wasn't aware of the situation. Oh, okay. That yeah. I'm Meaning, not mad. I just hope he's okay. And one of the earlier comments was that it, they suspect he was off his meds because, of course, you know, 
he was crazy and babbling and hit a random guy with a chair. Right. Okay, look, if this guy flies with the handle because of a belch, probably not someone you want running around society. Yeah, that's true. Just my two cents. So we've run the selfie on top of the train into the ground? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think uh, so. If it was a moving train, I might have defended him. Oh. Uh, but stationary was, train, just grabbing just a, a power tard. line, you're just a tard. Woman torches car after man refused to buy her a McFlurry at McDonald's. Surprise, woman off a rocker. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that one for the second hour. <laughs> Don't mind all the good ones up front. Kotaku, which I tend to avoid. Why new video games still cost 60 bucks? Uh, here's one, because we pay for them. Exactly. <clears throat> and I got into this with uh, Master Queef last night on TeamSpeak. By the way... Was he in trouble last night when you yanked him into another channel? Because we were all speculating that he was, you know, oh, going no. into business. No, he was. Uh, he, like, touched he, a poodle or something. No, we were basically just talking ideas for his show, Turbo Star, and with the Wild Star launch coming up, and, and you know what they want to do with their content and where they want to go with it. Interesting. <clears throat> Call of Duty versus Battlefield, Disney Infinity versus Skylanders, which was supposed to be some big head-to-head thing that I never heard what happened. Isn't Skylanders where you buy the little figure and then it allows you to get something in game? Well, kind of like uh, that uh, 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 pet, whatever it was. Basically, the Whiz character or... you control is based on the little figure you put on the portal of power, I think it's called. Like, you connect the portal to your game system, and then whichever figure you put on top of it is the guy you use. I see. Because so, it's like and, Pokemon, but with figures instead of cards. Right, and they all have different, like, there's big, strong guys that can move heavy things. There's little guys that can fly. They all have different powers, so for different situations, you need different guys. So that then turns them into collectibles that kids want. Infinity is the same thing, except with Disney and Pixar characters, or DreamWorks. I can I don't know which studio is affiliated with what. The animated ones. It's all animated characters. You know, you can get The Incredibles. You can get um, Jack Skellington from Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. Yes. Um, you can get The Brave Girl. You can get The Frozen Girl. I don't know all their goddamn names. But, yeah, you can get all those. Now, one thing that I... I that this did kind of pop in my head, and I, I don't know why, but... Um, oh, shit, am I going to lose my train of thought? Damn. Oh, fuck. I was going somewhere with this. It was actually a kind of a big deal. I'll have to see if I can rally. Every year, intense marketing battles happen over which games will dominate certain categories. That's what it was. Final Fantasy X HD re-release. Yeah, I know. What is, what is it? Is it just a re-release of the game with updated graphics? It, it's the HD graphics, so they remastered all the okay. graphics, and then they added all of the Japanese parts that they cut out for the U.S. game. And is that out for the PlayStation 3? Yep. Okay, then I know what my next title is going to be. <clears throat> Final Fantasy 3. 10 was the last one I liked. So wait a Okay, n- here we go. Now I'm pissed. So they can go ahead and stick <laughs> the money into Final Fantasy 10. But those fat fucks will not do a thing with Final Fantasy VII, a definitive game that people actually gave a fuck about? Nothing? There's no defense for this? No explanation? I can't be the only one who's asking the question saying, wait a minute, you said you weren't going to do you know, Final Fantasy VII until you made a game that surpassed it, but you're going to go ahead and do a full HD rev- you know, remake of Final Fantasy X? Actually, go to the news, see if anyone else has commented on that, because I would be interested I, it can't to see be, if there's any It can't any be just of, me. Right. And I know we're derailing from what we're going to talk about, but hang on. Final Fantasy VII. Somebody was working on something. Uh, discussed by director. This is in February of last month, so this is fairly new. 
I should ever take it on, it would have to be the biggest project I've done. The director of Final Fantasy VII has admitted that while he would love to create an HD remake of the game, there are a number of obstacles standing in the way. No, there isn't. There are no obstacles. Your company is shit. Your games are shit. You have spent a better part of a decade before you released anything that was last critically acclaimed and actually loved after the first ten hours of the game by your fan base. Speaking to Eurogamer in his capacity as producer of Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy XIII, Yoshinori Kitasi admitted that he would love to do a remake, but it would be an enormous undertaking. Quote, I can honestly tell you I would love to do that. If you simply ask me if I personally would like to do that, then yes, I would, definitely. There's no lie about it. But you must believe me when I say you you would take a lot to happen. It would take a lot to happen. Two of the biggest issues are apparently, quote, staff availability and budget, which, given the epic scale of the game, makes sense. Yet they can have their teams go ahead and put together Final Fantasy X and shit out a third you know, sequel to Final Fantasy XIII that no one wants or will play. The development time required to recreate the world at the standard fans want would likely rival even Final Fantasy XV at this point. But Katasi also explained there's another reason he hasn't pursued a remake of the game. He's not actually motivated enough to do it as it would be a huge commitment. Yeah, I know how about you know being committed to putting out your best and making a game worthy that people would buy. Entire generation has gone by since this game has been out. Quote, even I casually say I would like to do that because it would be a huge project. I would have to motivate myself to the level that I really am prepared to take this huge responsibility. I don't know if those three things will happen simultaneously. It has to take a lot, tick lots of very big boxes. I wouldn't rule out the possibility, but it would take a lot of it to make it happen. Then you know what? If you're not up to it, I'm sure there's somebody else who's willing to do it. Get out of the way. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. and get the fuck out of the way. Go make another Dragon Warrior game, because we really need one of those. (laughs) Quote, but should I ever take it on, it would have to be the biggest project I've done. My life's work. So I would have to be as highly motivated as that to end up with something I'm very happy with. It's a huge thing for me. If it's his life's work, don't you think that that would, I would be think motivating enough? I would think would be your modus operandi, something to go out with a bang. Something that people... So he's content to just churn out mediocrity? But they're still selling. Not to the same degree they were, but they're selling. Elsewhere in the interview, Katasi admitted he had no knowledge of an HD remake of Final Fantasy XII being planned. Though he said that the team that created it thought it was a good idea, then it could happen. During uh, de- demand for a high-definition high remake for FF7 was being has been high since a tech demo was produced as a showcase for the PlayStation 3 hardware as part of the console's unveiling in 2005. Since then, former company CEO Yochi Wada said the game, quote, wouldn't be remade until a fresh entry in the franchise surpasses it in quality, a statement those echoed by Tetsuyu Nomura. Well, let's see. You've had 8, 9, 10, 10, 2, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Well, you've had three versions of 13. 15, you had to tear down a remake from the ground up. Or was that 14? Whatever the new online game was. So far, so far, swinging a miss over the last 15 years. Well done, Square. Well done. The game was made in Final Fantasy VII, or made in 1997. I don't believe it would be that difficult to do, considering you did Final Fantasy Advent Children. The graphics are pretty much the same. We've seen you do it. You made a movie. 
But we're going to go ahead and kick out Final Fantasy X because we want to see Titus whining about shit and playing Blitzball again. Oh. Back to Kotaku. <clears throat> the long answer is complicated and a little bit shady. The short answer? Everybody needs a cut of the profits. It's in a post over at The Consumerist, Kate Cox outlines some of the practices that have been standard over the past few years of selling video games. Quote, There's a reason that pretty much every retailer in the U.S. charges $59.99 for a new video game on the week of its release. It's a price point that comes after the publisher and all the retailers that sell the new product to the consumers agree to abide by. Stores that choose not to abide by the price arrangement quickly find themselves out of favor with the publisher for future shipments. So if Big Game Store wants to get players in the door for next year's Call of Duty iteration, they wouldn't drop below the publisher's guidance for this year's. That kind of agreement is called minimum resale uh, price maintenance. After a reseller and publisher, uh, a publisher perspective, that flattering... Flattening out of competition has a bunch of positives. Publishers know that when their cut of the game will be. Stores know that they don't have to cut into the uh, into the bone of their own profits to try to get shoppers in the door. Retailers compare on convenience, compete on convenience. I hate it when they write in those small italics. Available goods and other factors of pricing. All right, yeah, I get the gist of it. Of course, brick-and-mortar stores aren't the only place to buy new video games in the increasing popularity of Steam and similar digital distribution hubs let video game consumers create a space where the dollar gets a bit further. How about the fact that I can order a game off of Amazon that's not digital comes from a warehouse? As far as I mean, that's not a brick-and-mortar store, I'm not pay, having to pay the clerk's cost. No offense, Fire, since that's what you do. Yeah. I was lucky to get out of it when that when the tide started turning towards that way back in the day when I was in Babbage's. Yeah, I'll be out of there soon enough. Bottom line is, you can get your games from warehouses, credible ones. You don't have to go to a store. But that's essentially what they're saying is that everybody has to go ahead and get, and get their pocket picked. Here's the, here's my other question, um, and this is something that I hadn't thought of before in terms of this subject. But what about the upcoming you know, PlayStation Now, the, the streaming service? And Xbox is going to have to respond with their own, or is there going to be... Like, they'll release the new game on for retail, but wait six to months to a year to put it on streaming? Because I have to imagine that would impact their streaming profits. Or are they going to put it up there straight away? And I don't think it'd be straight away. Do you want to wait six months to stream it? Right. Fuck no, I'm going to go and buy it. But I'll be done with it in a month. Right, but that's, I mean, that becomes the question. If, if you're going that way, you're hurting yourself either way. If they're going to go with that streaming model, I'd be interested to see what their thoughts were on how that would work out. Just keeping an eye on Twitter. The Prince Imperial has gone viral. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Everybody likes him. Well, he's a doll baby. What's not to like? The present and future of Emperor's Court. <laughs> I like that. Thank you. That's a nice glove. That is a... An A2K? Yeah. I can't afford A2Ks, though. I've never actually seen one in the store. For Wilson Wednesday, I did take a picture of all my Wilsons. Nice. Uh, let's see. The Pedroic game model, this one is now gone. This one is now gone. Those are eBay fodder. Let's see. This is the July game of the month, or game glove of the month. These are the two. Two of the 500 C.J. Wilsons. They have the uh, certificate of authenticity. This was August. This was February. This was November. This one was January. 
I'm sorry, this was October, November, December. It didn't get January. And then it jumps to February. This is August. This one I got because we only made 50 of them, and they made them for one specific store out in uh, New York. Hmm. That's one of my favorites. It's red palm with blue backing yeah, I like with, that one. oh, God. I'm thinking about saving up the money and buying a second one just to break it in so I can use it. I got to keep the other one as a, uh, as a couch uh, or as a shelf hero. I did like this. Have you ever seen this one? No, but that's very They took cool. an old baseball stadium in Japan and it turned it into a neighborhood. That's, that's kind of cool. Really sweet. So where do you live? Third Base Avenue? <laughs> well, I'm all the way down by home plate. That's freaking awesome. That's got to be, I mean, that has to be some expensive property. I would think so. It's different. Yeah. It's really neat, though. And then it's got to be chock full of, like, restaurants and bars and whatnot now. Oh, the all Japanese. Through. That'd be kind of cool to live there. A strange blend of disgusting but cool ideas. Mm. All right, folks, 930. We're going to go ahead and take a break. By the way, what are we doing for Thwart the Court this evening? We have a boisterous IRC, so I'd like them to get involved. I, I vote we continue South Park from last week. Okay, South Park is one of them. I, I would still like the idea of Final Fantasy Seven, but people didn't seem to get in on no. that. Um, I'd do the Monster Hunter books since I just read another one. I don't know if other people have read. Yeah, them that's that's I guess a good point. Star Trek. Since okay, Star Trek. I suck at that. Yeah, but really, we don't. You're not a Star yeah. Trek fan. No, but we don't. Never been a huge one. So yeah. you guys will have to carry that. But well, we can. I got the South Park stuff locked down. So. All right, South Park, Star Trek, except Voyager and Enterprise. No, no, no. Nope. I'm good at Voyager. Okay, fine, Voyager. Nick Kate Mulgrew lives. Five minutes from here? Yep. Bitch. Um, no Enterprise. No, no Enterprise. Just don't fucking watch it. Less, little, little, no. Least of all me. You're DS9. DS9, I'm Next Generation, and, and original TNG series. and original, okay. yes. So Star Trek, South Park, uh, Great American Hero? The Greatest American Hero? Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. William Cat at yes. his finest with Connie Selica? You're on your own there. Old school G.I. Joe. Transformers. Oh God, it's been a long time on those. So we have a bunch of options. Get them ready. After the break, we will do the mailbag. So we have a little longer break than normal. Uh, so keep it right here. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome back. This is Mystic Mim, and you're listening to the Emperor's Court. You can micro-meet any day. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court, here on RivalCastMedia.com. <laughs> what? <laughs> so close. <laughs> After three years of saying, I'm still trying to break myself in I've done pretty well. I, it was funny. Join in studio by Vyart, Hello. by Lulu, hey, y'all. and of course you, the listening audience in IRC, you are at irc.quakenet.org. Uh, make sure you get in here so you can join and thwart the court where you can ask us questions. We can then uh, convene a panel of anybody in the uh, uh, house slash war room to answer your questions. Score a point on us, and we'll add you to the list. It's always fun. All right, having said that... Uh, 
I was looking at this god-awful Kickstarter that Lulu has somehow come across, but let's get the mailbag out of the way, as I had said we would. I don't know if there's actually anything in there, but we shall see. I just got to find my... After a couple of weeks, you forget where your sound yes. is. The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? Uh, for Star Trek, it can be original series, The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, or Voyager. I'm going through, actually, Deep Space Nine on uh, um, Netflix, and I'm through season four. I'm doing the same thing on Hulu with uh, Voyager. All right, let's stop at the bottom and work away at the top. We already got Xanath out of the way with his, and his challenge for you, Varyor. Challenge succeeded. Yes. Oh, you have another one you may have to get to. Uh, da, 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 da. What is this? Greetings, Emperor, and hello to the court. Since Voyeur mentioned me during the last show, which I got to listen to for 50 minutes on the podcast before I cut off, I feel obligated to write in for the next show. As both of you may uh, now know by now, the World of Warcraft Level 90 boost has been released by Blizzard and priced at $60 American, or 72 in Singapore's currency. What are your thoughts on, thoughts on this? Brilliant move by Blizzard to suck players back into the black hole that is WoW, or first of future desperate attempts to keep WoW going? Regards, Scylla. P.S. My apologies for not being able to listen to the show live most of the time, seeing as the show starts at the same time as my work, with me being on the other side of the planet and all. I have two minds about this. So am I. At this point, nobody be, should be surprised that Blizzard is going to milk you and bilk you for every single dollar and dime that they can get, especially in a game that it's on life support. It's on its last gasp. gasp. And I'm tired of people saying, well, there's still 17 million people. You're right, but that's a far cry from the 14 million they were once upon a time. 7 million. Seven. You said 17. Sorry. So, yeah, they're at 17. Okay, I'm sorry, they're at 7. Bottom line, they've lost a significant amount of people. They're not where they used to be. They're not going to be. Now, I know they have a new expansion coming out, which will revitalize things to a point, but there is a half-life of a game. It's going to continue to limp on well into the future. It's not going to die within the next five years. Fuck, Ultima Online's still going, and that came out in 96. And still going. Obviously much smaller, but it's still going. Having said that, you have to look at it from this point. And it's something that we've brought up before, because a buddy of mine used to do something similar for EverQuest. He was a lawyer. Uh, he was a, uh, a tax lawyer. Especially during this time of season, he's extremely busy. So he would go on to the auction house on eBay and all that, and he would buy up items for his character. And he would spend quite a bit of money. And I asked him one time, I said, why the hell are you spending hundreds of dollars, or thousands in some case, for gear for your character? And he said, Emp, you have to look at it from my point of view. I'm single. I have a great deal of disposable income. I work 70 to 80 hours a week. When I want to blow off steam and play a game to relax... I don't want to have to go through the level grind and bullshit to get to the stuff that I want to look at, the end game. To me, it is worth my time and my money to bypass all the nonsense by going right to the interesting stuff at the end of the game. And now, if that means me spending some money to get there, he said I pull in uh, one to three hundred bucks an hour on a consultation job, more if it goes to trial. You know, if I, two hours of my work is enough to outfit my character for the next ten levels, and I get to go enjoy the game the way I want to, 
It's worth my time. It's worth my trouble. I'm not anything. This is a drop in the bucket to me. So I look at it this way. If people are out there who are willing to spend 60 60 bucks because they don't want to put in the time to level a character to 90 uh, levels to get to the endgame content and start enjoying the next expansion, then by all means they should go ahead and, and shove the money down on the table and say, gimme, 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 gimme. Blizzard fans, when it comes to it, by and large, are not very you know uh, discriminating against what they're willing to buy. If they're going to spend dozens of dollars and hundreds of dollars on in-game pets that do nothing or mounts to fly around on because it's a status symbol, That's then by and large, they're not going to give a shit about spending 60 bucks for a level-out character that they didn't have to put any time and trouble in. I mean, what's the average leveling time to get a character from 1 to 90? Now, I'm not talking hardcore. I'm just talking about the actual gamer. A couple hundred hours? Yeah. 300 yeah, hours? Or I can spend 60 bucks. So spend 60 bucks will take 200 hours. And I don't know, but we'll just use this round number. Do the math. How much is that? Divided by 60 bucks. 300 hours divided by 60? 200 hours. We'll say 200. 200? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're basically looking, it's a little bit three more. Bucks it's three hour. bucks an hour. Right three about, bucks an yeah. hour. A little bit less, but. Or I can spend 60 bucks, skip all the bullshit, and go right to the end of the game and start experiencing the next uh, expansion as it comes out. To be totally honest, I'm surprised that Blizzard didn't start implementing stuff like this sooner. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, I, I don't have a problem with it. Part of it is you could qualify for a level 55, uh, uh, what was that hero class, uh, the Dark? Death Knight? Death Knight, thank yeah. you. I mean, you got that. If you had X amount of level 60 characters, you got right. a Death Knight. It's just another way where they're trying to re-energize at least some kind of talk into a game that is, has seen its better days. There are less days ahead of it than there are behind it. And you know what? I don't think that's a bad thing. No. Everything runs its course no. to a point. I'd be surprised if they weren't already looking at now World of Warcraft 2 necessarily, but their next... I mean, it, let's be honest. World of Warcraft's been the infinite ATM for them sure. as oh, long God, as yeah. most gamers can remember. And still is. It's still turning right. a profit. Oh, yeah, tons. But So I'm sure they're already looking down the road. Blizzard's... Look... We trash Blizzard for some of their decisions, but overall, they're smart people. Yeah. In terms of, you know, do they always make the decisions we'd like to see? No. Do they make PR blunders? Of course they do. But they're smart enough to run a major gaming company. They know that WoW is eventually going to run out because no matter how many expansions they release, they're still running the core software right. that originally came with it. So they, I'm sure they're looking down the road at replacing it. I mean, Ultima Line did it. They completely overhauled their interface. Yeah. Over you know twenty years of the game. Uh, this is from Cleve- Cleveland. This is from a Channel Eight CBS local. Violent video game uh, encourage racist, aggressive attitudes towards blacks. Hmm. That's not it. That's not the one that was sent to me. Uh, this is a ten sins of online gaming sent to us by one of our listeners. All right, top ten sins, really quick. Confusing UI. That one's prevalent. Uh, I think a lot of games have. The MMO genre especially have that particular problem, which is yes. why you see so many modded UIs come out. Pay to win. Here's the mech where online is a good example of pay to win, where the mechs you get are usually more powerful than the ones that you can pull together. I still submit that it comes a lot of it comes down to skill. Right. There's a lot of fail in that game. Lack of innovation. They bring up uh, the uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic free to play. 
I'm not going to argue with that. I was never a big Star Wars fan. I still am not to this day, and probably never will. I think i got to close that. Yep. Here's a sin. Too many goddamn advertisements to get me confused. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, uh, genre saturation. Why don't you play WoW anymore? What the most? What's the most popular MMO genre? Okay, genre out there right now. Without a question, it would be the final, the fantasy genre. Even before the days of WoW and games like EverQuest dominated, while there is an undeniable level of entertainment to be had by throwing lightning bolts at someone as a mage, what ends up happening through uh, though is the homogenization of these games. Wouldn't disagree with that. No, I mean all fantasy games, by and large, kind of delve into the same thing at some point. Well, it's the same pool of content, right? Yeah. Release is too early. Okay, we ever all we all We've get on all that talked about that. Next up, incomplete ideas. Okay, same thing. Same thing. Pie in the sky. Darkfall had this problem. Pie in the sky stuff that never uh, happened. Lack of content. Final Fantasy fourteen, a realm reborn. The biggest complaint is the amount of grind fest because there just isn't enough to do. They got to keep you busy right. while they try to bring things up to uh, par. Accessibility. Let's see. Oftentimes, people complain about accessibility in gaming. Some things uh, may not be accessible enough. Content may not be clear or too difficult for the reward that is garnered from it. The big sin, the big sin though, is making uh, things too accessible. For instance, let's look at Call of Duty Online. These games are too accessible. This arena-style arcade combat shooter is so easy to play that you've got the basics already figured out. The individual weapons don't work terribly different. From another, there's absolutely no learning curve. Okay, so basically it comes down to your skill versus somebody else's. Like it used to be back in the Quake days, because all the weapons were easily accessible. You just had to run to the spawn point, grab it, and then it was up to you to use it. Uh, too much hype. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that can be said with a lot of stuff, not just games. No. Movies, books. I mean, that's that's a symptom missing of the way planes. media works now. Right. Missing, just... uh, look, and I, again, not to derail, not to sound callous, I'm going to, that fucking plane. Yeah. Fucking plane. I'm all this weekend, I flipped on all three of the major news channels. All of them were running specials about this, and it all came down to, uh, we don't know nothing, nothing. We don't have shit. Yeah. Free to play. This is interesting. You may agree or disagree with this one, but let's be honest here. The decision to go free-to-play has ruined a lot of good ideas and have also made some great games almost unplayable. Let's take a look at Team Fortress 2. While there is a great game, even after it went free-to-play, you may remember the horde of players who joined the game without even so much as a clue on how to actually play it. It also created a bit of a divide in some gaming communities. Maybe not so much as TF2, but games like Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic and Rift certainly received some backlash from the announcement. The reasoning for this actually is very simple. If people pay upwards of $50 to play the game, then all of a sudden, a few months down the line, everyone and their little brother is playing for free, getting all the same gear you are, and fill the chat window with stupid questions. Once you allow people in for free, it takes the value away. It is no longer an investment of money and time. It's just a time sink, which is what most games are these days. Free-to-play certainly has its places, and there are games that have been successful with it. But if you've launched your game as a paid-for title and then roll out back uh, roll out back out as a free-to-play title, people who actually spent money are going to get a little upset, and that's just the way it goes. I'm sorry. One through nine, I was on board with. This just sounds like bitching. This is whining. No, I can understand that. Look, I paid 50 bucks. Why should you get it for free? Two years down the road? Yeah. 
games. Okay, I paid sixty bucks. Three months later, it's forty bucks. What the fuck, developer? Okay, how dare you? In which case, then, like I said, then you wait for it to go on sale. You paid to get it early, or I will wait for the game to come out for free. Now I'm not going to spend the money. That's going to hurt them. I am not going to spend the money to go ahead and buy the game at sixty bucks when the title launches. I'll simply wait for the they're inevitable to make it free to play that's your individual decision and if you think it's going to go that way you are welcome to pursue that policy but don't bitch about pricing changes everybody knows there are pricing changes so when that's extreme that's not a price change that is ask money for a product to here go ahead and take it because right now madden 2009 sells on disc for two dollars so the guys that bought it for 60 must be super pissed right I no, you're that's you're mixing two different things. That's no, five years down the road. The game is now clearly outdated. Right. Team Fortress Two still runs with the best of them. Still has a fantastically large community. How old is it? Four or five years. People are still playing it though. People yeah. still buying it up until that point. No one's playing Madden 2009. They're playing the current Madden. My point there being, there is no current star, uh, Team Fortress 2. In an age where people are playing or paying money to get into alphas and betas, in an age where pricing those changes people are happening are faster few and, and far faster, between, that is not the, enough. People are doing it that it's getting to be a more popular option for companies. It's got a long way to go before that's going to be an actual large thing. All right, Amp and Crew, long time, first time. There's something I want to get off my chest. I've been listening to your show for years since the old OMFG VTW breakup. Jesus Christ, that's a long time. Yeah. And have, the compl- and have the compliment on the professional and sound and entertainment you peel out every week. What I don't understand is why that kind of quality isn't shown in the other shows on the network. It's clear Rivalcast and Ghost, the podcast, show some of the same kind of flair in post-production work with sounders and intros, and I'm guessing this is influential or influenced with help from you. Why is there such a discrepancy? Tempo. I can take that one. Go for it, yeah. Um, Well, first of all, uh, I think his point with TRC and Ghost in the Podcast is spot on. I mean, I know that I learned how to do this from you. I know that Baron learned how to do this from you. Both shows split off from this one. Right, and we both use Sam. Um, one of the problems with some of the other shows on the network and one of the reasons that this donation drive has been so helpful with the Indiegogo is we just got them. Guys, all the other shows on the network up until this week were using every week the same lash-up that we'd been having trouble with on this show. Which goes along toward, a long way towards professionalism. However, right. I was using that lash-up for the oh, better yeah. part of 10 years. Most of the post-production stuff that you hear I do not on on Sam and Coder. I have a different program that I bought years ago, and that Lulu then for my birthday last year bought me the newer version. Yeah. So I I will spend you know a half hour an hour for a you know a five or ten second second intro to make sure it's hitting the post every single time, making sure the audio is clean. I, I, look, I, I have listened to some of our shows. I find uh, Ghost and Podcast entertaining. I find I've listened to uh, 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 Sheep Moon. And while uncensored, I, I still think they need to do a shift in their topic because I think that their talents are being wasted with what they're doing on a game that's dying. I think they show a hell of a lot of talent. Keep in mind, too, and I think this is a lot different. I've been doing this for a long time since 2002, 2003, and I've taught myself a lot. And you pick up a lot when you listen to terrestrial radio shows. You know, I didn't go to broadcasting school. I, I don't think you necessarily have to to be successful. 
either in terrestrial radio or in Internet radio. You have to pick up a few things, and there are some common sense stuff. And I'm not saying the other shows in the network have that. Is there a quality difference between the way they, they present their material? Uh, maybe. I don't know if that's enough to detract what they're putting out there as far as content goes, but I can certainly understand where people notice, I, I guess, a professional bent coming from what we do. But we've been doing this for a long time, and for us it's down to a science. But you can tell how professional it goes when we don't have everything in place like the last three weeks, and we're trying to figure out something to kind of plug in place. Right. With Sam and Coder, I'm very familiar with it. I've been doing it for a decade. You know, all the post-production stuff, I can do that. I've been doing that for over a decade. I, I, mean, I make my own sounders. I make my own intros. I edit it all myself. It's all self-taught. That's just me. But that's also, I mean, that's one of the nice things about, in my opinion, about Rivalcast. We have some of the extremely experienced hosts like yourself that have, have figured this stuff out. So we have these incredibly knowledgeable, this incredibly knowledgeable resource to go to when some of the other guys have questions. Now they have, you know, better software thanks to the listener base. Uh, yes. So we're going to be getting them up there. But to your point, I mean, I think all of the hosts that we have on RCM are very talented. Yes. Um, and have the ability to put out great content, great shows, uh, great banter. I think the chemistry between hosts on all of our shows is very good. Um but, yeah, I mean, there's definitely an experience gap. Again, I, And that's just it. I think it, you're taking raw talent who hasn't been polished or have that kind of, of experience that really or the maturity that kind of shows them to take the next level to be a, a really top-notch, professional-sounding, and I put that in quotation marks. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. In fact, I made that question or that comment to Lulu. I also was talking about it, uh, I think it was to Edge and Killer McCoy. Okay. I was listening to some shows. I gave five-minute intros for several shows on an old network we used to be affiliated with. It was awful. 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 Five minutes in, you had no idea who was talking. There was no topic. It was three people giggling over each other, so trying to figure out what's going on. They had no intro whatsoever. None. Right. It sounded like college kids high on marijuana. Just hit the record button, man, and it's Let's going. Let's see what there. happens. Right. And, and, and you know what? I, <laughs> no, seriously. Are, I mean, you, are you weary, traveler? Welcome to the Gamer's Inn. Come on in. Take a, a seat, seat by the hearth and listen to Art. <laughs> are those well, people still around? And You know. want to talk about the people who get the most ass hurt. Well, and, and when we were talking about starting Rivalcast... Back in the day, I know I listened to a lot. I know I had of, you listen to you a bunch had, to see ugh. if we could find someone. There was, oh, it's and just abysmal. Podcast looking for it's, potential pickups. It's just a lot of shit. Well, out that's there. that's exactly what it is. It's diamond mining and shit mountain. <laughs> it's I exactly take, what it I is. I take great pride in this, and it's kind of like the Bill Belichick uh, hierarchy of coaching, where you on his team, and then eventually they go off to get coaching jobs elsewhere. Right, Sinvicta. Learned at my at my table for many many years. Now he's off doing his own thing and doing he's a it very well. Host. He, yeah, doing he does very great. Well. Uh, and I thank him because, to his credit, he's he gives a lot of the credit for me and says, you know, I inspired him to do this. But you know what? I may have inspired him, but it's his raw talent that's getting oh, out right. there and he's going. He's got a time, and he gets now. better as time goes on. Right. Same thing with Ghost in the podcast. Same thing with the rival cast. It's all kind of sprang out from what we did here. I've never worked on any with the other show hosts on the network because no one's ever asked me, and I'm not going to butt in and say, well, you know, 
this is what I do, and I think it'd be better if you did X, Y, and Z. No one cares. If people actually sought me out and asked me my advice, you know, what I would do, how to correct things, things that could be placed better, then absolutely I would go ahead and do that. I've always been one to go ahead and give you uh, advice or try, you know, chip in or you know, push you along the lines of things you should consider doing or making a, a change to how you approach your broadcast. That doesn't mean the Gamers In podcast. Stay a while and listen. If your name is Leroy Jenkins, there's the door. Well, I mean, they must be going strong because that's a screenshot of Titanfall. Yeah. I see they took down their forums. Can't imagine why. Guess when you got to pay for a page that no one goes to, it kind of defeats the purpose. Um, you know, that's a screenshot of South Park. Mm. These are episodes? That's what it looks like, yeah. I think Sakani said they went video. Really? Well, well hey, I mean, that's the new median. If they've, yeah, if they've cleaned up and gotten their gotten something that works for them, more power to them. The problem is it's a lot difficult, more difficult people to listen to YouTube for three hours as opposed to taking the podcast on their right. Yeah, phone. I can just download the podcast. No, it's but... still audio. Oh. Now, hang on. Let's listen to the intro. It's, okay, can you hit? There yeah, we they go. Can they can hear it, too. I don't know if I can turn it up more for them to hear, but... Okay, so they have an intro. Welcome to the Gamers Inn. Come on in. Pull up a chair next to the fire. It looks like you've had a long journey. I'm your host, Jocelyn, and joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. I've had this many coffee this morning. Look how big it <laughs> what, is. What is on that mug? It's it's a zombie uh. from the hit AMC television show, Walking Dead. By the way, they just, we get better get paid I for plugging like... this shit. Discovery Channel, mm. Shark Week, Frenzy Bug. <gasps> All right, but I see. Okay, you're an hour. You're a minute into it. That's their intro. That sucks. <laughs> Do these people sound excited to be there? No. I've always been of the opinion, and this is just me. When you come out and you start doing a show, God damn it, you sound like you are happy to be there. The audience feeds off of off of the the impressions they get from the host, or you have something good to bitch about. But you get to that. It's it's usually in the intro. You didn't get to the bitching until later. Uh, you know, my point is, when I used to do my play-by-plays, the reason I was so successful is because I sounded like I enjoyed it. I sounded like Joe Tate. I sounded like Tom Hamilton. God bless them both. Two of the best broadcasters in sports ever. And I learned from them, listened to them for years and years and years. And you go, what? The Olive begging for a band. <laughs> they sound fantastic. You can learn a lot from them. I'm sure you could. <laughs> If you want your five friends listening to you and no one else, then by all means, pull up a, a thing by the fire. You look weary. Oh, that was funny. And we oh, ran wow. them off of VTW. Oh, God. Not intentionally. No. Because they originally say, oh, it's all in good fun. All the while, they're behind the scenes saying, you fire Empress Court and all of them, or oh, we us. walk. Hmm. Guess We're going to get away the number one show of the network, or... We're going to get away some affiliate that never, A, plugs the show and brings absolutely nothing to the network. You're a fucking leech, and you still are, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jocelyn. <laughs> you, I, you know, I give you a bit more leeway because you're a 6 out of 10, and that's a bit of a stretch. Ryan, I'm pretty sure he's taking this pole smoking. 
To like a professional what? D Warrior says he listens to them every night to fall asleep. I don't I I don't doubt him. <laughs> this coffee tastes like I would. bitter. <laughs> you know what? It, 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 I, I've tried reining it in about smashing other shows and other networks, but you know what? If you're not going to put in the time and the effort, you know what? Hang on. Let's pull up another one. Can we pipe this in so they can hear it? And this is kind of what I get to. And I always use them as a prime example because, for some reason, they continue to put out a show. Now, I've been told by reliable sources that no one actually listens to it, so they're basically talking to themselves. But you got to hear this bullshit. What am I getting a message for before I jump in, Father? If it makes it feel any worse, they actually get, actually make quite a bit in sponsorship money on the network. Except they don't. They're leeching off of, of frog pants. It's not them. Right, that's that's Scott Johnson. Yes. That's different. They're on his coattails. Let's call it what it is. All right, can I get to a show here that I can actually I listen no to? I don't understand this. All right, so here's all the ones. This is what I want to listen to. And I guess it worked last week. And, uh, there you there go. You go go, go right. down. That link, I think. Now listen to this. <clears throat> they go for three hours? They do now. Want to guess when that started? Huh. What is the matter with you? Hi, girls. <laughs> this is no joke. What the hell is this? My Little Ponies. Oh, dear God. Keep it together. Oh, no, 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 no. This is bad. 40 seconds in, still no idea what show this is. You're listening to no your 50 video seconds. game news from around the world with Aerie, Vol, and Fern. It's the perfect plan. Huzzah! This sucks. Dudes. What's up, everyone, and welcome to an... It's been my intro for, like, at least 20 shows. So 50 seconds in before the even intro with the name of the anyway, show is. welcome to another episode of No Excuses here on BTWProductions.com. If you're not already, go to the front page of that website, click on the chat button, and join the IRC, and you can talk to us while we do the show live. Please! So somebody! Anybody! Ouch! About. It's going to be great. Jesus so, Christ! That hurt? Yes. Good! Still. Keeping you awake. And Volasel. And we're back with another week of news, commentary, and general tangenting and shenanigans. Once again, like we always are. So okay, good enough. Boring. So. <laughs> 56 seconds. Make Biomed. Can we do the Empress or the Thor of the Court? This is boring, which I know is your point, but still. You know what? And, and I it aggravates me and it pisses me off because I see people like Total Biscuit and Sinvicta and Husky, Scars, Husky, Husky Starcraft and Gnomewise, people who put their time and effort into sounding like professional broadcasters. Now, are, are they completely polished? No, none of us are. We didn't go to broadcasting school. We don't follow the FCC regulations. We don't give a shit. We do the show we want the way we want. And obviously it works because the amount of people we have listening, the kind of donations we get and what have you. Grind says the difference between Scott Johnson and these fools is Scott Johnson's entertaining. No, he's not. He's I, not. I think that's a matter of opinion. I'm personally yeah. out on it, but yeah. I, I, I know I'm not there a are fan. People that... Sorry. And you know what? He's kind of a bully, too. Mm. 
We saw that at VTW with Gnomewise. So fuck him. <laughs> you, can, you can clip Don't that out and send it to him. I'm on record. What the hell is he going to do with me? Hey. Look at a boycott your show. Really? Good. Go ahead. My Sundays are now free. Thanks. I'll enjoy my TV. <laughs> what? I will join an extreme right-wing podcast group with my... You showed Scott Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Going into the underground. So if Scott Johnson comes to you... podcasting resistance. Your CEO, if Scott Johnson comes to you and says, Well, I'm going to make life a living hell in Rivalcast. I'll make sure you're blackballed and boycotted from everything on the internet. All right. Thanks, Scott. Have a good day. Sick. Whatever. Because that's what they tried doing yeah, I know. with Gnomewise. And yeah. so and it did work. Uh, to a point. To a point. Octail was all but ready to get rid of us. And not just because of that, but because we had the audacity to say, you know... Yeah, like not, changes. Yeah. I'm not going to go down that road. Nah, but it, it, no need to. I'm we've getting already, bitter. And there's no point. Yeah, we've already point. been there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do Thwart the Court as we're after 10 o'clock here. Um, was there anything else we were mil- really Actually, missing? No, I think there was a Thwart the Court question. There's a couple in there, which we will get to. No, on the IRC. All right, everyone, it's your chance to score some points. It's time to Thwart the Court. Okay. Missing. What are the five roles Gene Roddenberry's wife, Mitchell Barrett Roddenberry, played in the Star Trek franchise? Well, first, she was Nurse Chapel in the original series. No, 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 no. First, she was number she was um, number, number two, two in the pilot, in episode. The pilot episode. Then she was Major, or the Nurse Chapel. Then she was the voice of the computer. Then she was Waxana. Waxana Troy. That's four. That's four. I don't know that. She, what do you mean? I don't know. I don't five. remember a fifth one. Uh, who attacked the colony the data was born on? That was the crystalline entity. Yeah. What episode of TNG featured a cameo by Stephen Hawking? Really? I didn't know that one. I believe this one, uh, Data's in the holodeck talking about physics with Stephen Hawking and a couple other ones. Number one is the first officer. Yeah, That's, I I'm giving her that one. What do the microbrain call humans in the TNG episode Home Soil? That I don't know. Mm-mm. But I think we've gotten the rest. Well, no, we're still trying to remember what the fifth for Majel Barrett was. He's having a poker game, but who's he having a poker game with? I'm almost positive he was talking with Data. And they were on the holodeck. You don't have the episode with Hawking. Okay, well, uh, what was the episode name? I don't know the episode name. I didn't remember the episode names. I forgot they even had them. And DS9, what is Garrick's first name? I can't oh, help God. you with anything, Sarge. That no is right on the tip of my tongue. Give me a second to percolate. I don't know that one. Yeah, anything. I mean, when it comes to the Star Trek stuff, I just, 
I've seen a couple episodes, but I just I don't know enough about the series. I never really got into the series. Damn it, Elam! Elam Garrick! Elam. Elam Garrick. On DS9 episode Way the Warrior, Odo displays his unique way of sharing in the dining experience to Garrick. What is the liquid that the Jem Hadar used to? Uh, T cell white. Jesus Christ, missing. Yeah, and the episode of all... Explorer, why did Cisco and his son build and pilot together? What they did was they built one of the first Bajoran uh, spaceships that used solar uh, panels to prove that a Bajoran could have flown into Cardassian space using fast and light travel. They got caught into a tachyon beam stream, which then deposited them into Cardassian space. They were met by cold and gold to cuts who said, we recognize that you guys could have been here, your ancient ancestors, and they shut off a bunch of fireworks. Uh, what was Benjamin Sisko's favorite sports team? Well, I know baseball was his favorite sport. Uh, I don't specifically know which team it was. Uh, okay, so I've gotten most of those. I think missing gets two points. Yeah, because I can't... What episode of Voyager guest star the wrestler The Rock? Well, I know the episode because he's a mercenary. They bring him in, and they're trying to blind him using lasers. Uh, I said white. The stuff is the medicine is white. Uh, da, 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 da. Almost asked the sport which switched to team. Hmm. Any of the others? I got that one. I got that. What was the first word, though? I thought it was Tisa White or... or Maurice was was Majel Barrett. She played, I want to say Marie, Maurice, something like that. And what show? I, I can't remember the show. It's just sticking Unless she head. was in the movie, Star Trek the movie. Um... Uh, Yeah, I thought it was just the white. The animated series, you got it. Nice, Amherst. I got it. Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Did not know that. I didn't follow the animated series. <coughs> uh, Which provided the bark for Stan's dog, Sparking Season of One South Park with George Clooney. We did that. Yeah. Good Lord, Emsa Virtual, Star Trek, and Spike Completed. Hey, I was a big Star Trek fan. How many designations of NC-1701 uh, enterprises are there? Well, there's the original in the TV series. Then there's the new one that was in the movies with Kirk, which they blew up. Uh, then there was the Enterprise. There was the B and the C. The B was in Generations. The C was in that one episode where the Enterprise uh, D goes back in. I'm sorry, the Enterprise C goes back in time. They went to relieve a Klingon outpost, got into a fight with a Romulan ambush, and then got the hell kicked out of them. They jump through a wormhole and they end up in the future. In the future, the Federation is losing the war against the Klingons. So the, Fed the Enterprise D soups up the sea and sends it back through the wormhole to die, with the idea behind it being that if it dies while defending a Klingon Empire post, they would die with honor, the Klingons would recognize that, the war would be avoided, which is what happens. They then had the D, which was, which was killed during Generations. I'm sorry, First Contact. First Contact. No, 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 no. It's generations. First, it was generations. Then they had the new one in generation when uh, uh, first contact, which was the sovereign. That was the NC one seven one E. Right. Up until that point, which is when they stopped counting, that's where they're at. That's how many enterprises there have been, and that's if you do not count, you know, the aircraft carrier enterprise in the United States Naval Service or uh, the frigate that we had, or was a sloop in the old time. Good golly. 
What five roles did Gene Roddenberry's wife play? All right. The answer was number one. We got Emrest. We got Computer Voice. Got Luxana. Troy. We got. So we got all of those. And Christine Chapel. Correct. Right. So we got them all. Running the fucking table. Yeah. Missing did get points, so he's actually in the okay. lead. Right. Uh, first contact was a good movie. Yes, it was. Yes, it was one of my favorites. Jerry Seinfeld was offered a voice actor role for an episode of South Park, but declined. What was the role he was offered? What is it with these voiceover roles? I have no I idea. I have no, I have no idea. clue. I didn't even know no he was clue. offered that. I do not follow the voiceover stuff. I can tell you trivia about the show and things that happened in episodes, but I'm not one of the people that gives a shit And yes, Ryan, the, the prototype space shuttle was the Enterprise. I think one of the questions that Originally was actually... supposed to be the Constitution. It was changed Right, the they changed because of the uh, writing campaign. Which they should. Can you dig it? There was Can one you up dig there it? Can you dig it? Truvok was uh, assimilated. What was his name? I think it was. But I can't... F- I don't see it up there. You're missing what episode was Hawking in. What did the micro brain call humans? The Troy had a child. What was his name? I didn't even see that one. Oh, God. Oh, God. What was his name? I just saw that one the other day. It was named after her father. Um, I know I've got the Jem'Hadar one right. Shit. I'm almost positive I have. What was that? What was that? What was that? Hang on. Let me, let me think about this one because I just saw it the other day. I got. I almost positive that that's. Oh, what the hell is it? What was his name? What was his name? Shit. Because it was the f- first episode of the second season, I think. Racking my brain here. You're on your Ian. own. Ian. Ian what? Ian Troy, um, the baby that, that Deanna has. He's she, only in one episode, though, right? Yes. One he, because, okay. He was only in one episode, and it's because they passed through some sort of space anomaly or whatever, and the thing got curious about them and decided that the only way that it could really know about humans was to become a human, be born, et cetera, et cetera. But then there was something going on. They were carrying some sort of... Uh, uh, dangerous diseases. Was it Ketracel white? It's Ketracel. At Atracel? Ha ha! white. What? I was right. <laughs> yeah, the impregnated by the energy. Okay. Um. All right. So okay. It just takes a while for it to get in. What was Odo's way of sharing the dining experience? I do. Well, didn't he dissolve? Into his bucket or something, and was showing how he ate. I, I did not watch as much deep space. They actually night. have a Wikipedia on Ketracel White. Apparently. Oh God. Probably there's a Wikipedia for everything. So we got Will Cisco's favorite team. Hmm. You know what? I don't think it's one of the actual Major League Baseball teams. I think it came from another planet. It was something else. It's not in I don't know. I know it's baseball. I, I only watched like the first two se- um, years, seasons of it, so I'm not. It was when Oda was having a meal with Garrick. Yeah, well, that doesn't help because I don't know how he it did it. It was a modern team. I, I got to say the Yankees then. 
I know that. Oh, um, or the Brooklyn Dodgers. Brooklyn that, Dodgers might have been the Dodgers. I know that Lawaxana had a thing for Odo, but that's about all I can remember. All right, so that was it. I got the team right. Okay, cool. The Yankees, of course, the Yankees. Maybe in the future can't do a fucking Yankees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any Some South other Park questions? questions? <laughs> I think because he's kind of sitting over there. Yeah, I got nothing. L.A. Dodgers, we don't talk about the Brooklyn days. You know when the team was better? Got it. Okay, the position aboard, Aaron Sun did not hold any position aboard the Enterprise. Aaron Sun is from a completely different series. Isn't Noonien Sun the one who Aaron, created? No, Aaron Sun is from Farscape. Okay, failed. Noon. Swing and a miss. Can't even get the right show. Uh, Garayan says there's some show, some questions See, he, he sent in. He was just trying to be an asshole. He just sent us a little smiley face. All right. <laughs> More worth the court. Here we go. Hail Emperor and Drunken Squires. I have another Star Trek question for you. This covers all the series. Name oh. the classes of ships of the different Enterprise ships. By class, I mean something along the lines of the Navy example. I actually know this, but I don't know which one. All right. The ins- okay. I should be wearing my T-shirt The 1701E was a Sovereign class. The 1701D was a Galaxy. The 1701B was an Excelsior class. The 1701A and the 1701 were Constitution class, or Constellation class. Constitution and Galaxy. Um, The only one I don't know was C, because it only appeared briefly in that one episode, and I don't think they ever mentioned it. So, Constitution, Constitution, Excelsior, and Bastard class is the one I didn't get. You know, I'm going to count that as a win. That's six out of seven. So, fuck you. Piss on you, that's a win. All right, start your question for you. Next Generation. In the episode, Thine Own Self, Counselor Troy is taking tests in order to get promoted. There are several tests. Riker said she has to pass three parts and failed one. Which part of the test did she fail? Simple. She was unwilling to send someone into into a uh, harm's way to die. Right. Specifically, what ended up happening was that they had an engineering uh, uh, problem, and the only person they could fix was Jordy. However, she- by sending Jordy in to fix the problem, she knew he was she was sending him to a certain depth. Because of the radiation levels, right? And, and she was uh, she didn't know how to. Right, she spent the entire episode trying to figure out a way around it before realizing that one of the problems of command is sometimes there you isn't. have to order troops into harm's way, and they may die as a result of your orders. Yeah, and that's she, one of the first things that she could not come over. Right, she couldn't do that b- because of the whole empathic thing. She just couldn't rectify that that to herself. Engineering qualifications. So there you go. Mr. Garrison has two puppets, Mr. Stick and Mr. Hat. <laughs> All right then. He didn't well, even get a chance to. Well, pay. fuck you too. <laughs> it's a team effort, son of a bitch. <laughs> Missing, you are running the table on me. <laughs> hey, we're nerds, man. Close enough. You got it, Jesus. You're scary. <laughs> I have. Um, I need to post on uh, Twitter. The, the my little characters I have in my window. And for the person who asked the question, the subjects are South Park and Star Trek. <laughs> Any, anything but Enterprise, because we yeah, don't know Enterprise. That. Oh, more coming balls. in. From Lead Hexer. Let's see what we got. Of course, he gets to do the cool thing where we bring this up. This has been the more uh, vibrant one. Except for the voice of the children, who performed the original South Park opening scene? Primus. <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Primus. <laughs> All right, then. 
I, I think we it's, are just killing it's in the tonight. It's in the credits. Well, we're way behind. Can you audience. dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? All right, Jeffrey Combs. This is from Umamore. He's a diehard H.P. Lovecraft guy. He was a very prominent presence. This is the answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just... Did I sc- okay, so she sent it and it came out of order. All right. I didn't read enough of it to get it out. I don't show H.P. Lovecraft. If you guys get this, I'm going to flip. Most notable for his H.P. Lovecraft tributes and movie roles, this actor has appeared in nine different characters from Star Trek franchise, most notably as Brunt and Wayon. I only needed the first half of the sentence. It's Jeffrey Combs. Suck it, nerds. I know that. Brunt, Wayon, Shran, Tyron, Kevin Mulcahy, Pank, Kram, and even a hollow sweet guest. Who is the I actor? I know him. Jeffrey Combs. Okay, that's... The, the answer. She sent in the email. I read it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you read it, too, out loud. I, I just... I guess... Jeffrey Combs. <laughs> very prominent presence in the horror world as well in the Star Trek. Most recently, he's moved to a lot of voice yeah, acting roles. that doesn't count, honey. Nine Star Trek roles. Props to him. It's the yeah. only answer I've gotten to give. Fuck you guys. <laughs> oh... In Voyager, what was the special feature of the ship that the EMH is transferred to in the episode Prometheus? Was that Ooh. the ability to land on a planet? Uh, the episode Message in a Bottle. The name of the ship oh was the USS Prometheus. I think I think you might be right. I haven't I don't think I've gotten Probably that not. far. I don't know. Hang on, let me think about it. Maybe they have a special warp uh, engine, warp drive. Uh, wonder if Red Dwarf is a thing in the U.S. Not really. South Park holds a Guinness World record, record for most what in an animated series? What's the missing word? Fuck. Most fucks in an animated series, I believe. I believe that is. That 140 in the movie alone. I sent them 30 seconds apart. Don't feed me that bullshit. One became for the other. My apologies. That's how they showed up in my inbox. Take it up he with just, Cox. He just clicked the top one without... Yeah. Didn't look. So piss off. Anyways, I have four questions on you. New Trek. All ships can land, it appears. I've only ever seen the Voyager. Anything else? The Prometheus, most of their ships can separate into two, like the Battle Bridge and the Rast, but I think Prometheus the can Galaxy actually the first do one that did that. three. No, 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 no. Wait a minute. Something's percolating back in my mind. Hang on. Was the Prometheus, Prometheus the one that was able to cloak and run it rematerialize got stuck in the rock? All I know is that Andy Dick is in that episode because yeah. they send... Because they're actually able to send the EMH um, program, the doctor, to, back to the Alpha Quadrant. And he's actually talking to Andy Dick at some point. But I can't remember what the hell happened with... After that, they decided yeah. to stay in the Delta Quadrant. Umamore, for the record, he just clicks next. It just goes to the next email. I'd it like to see you try to run the board, answer the question, keep an eye on IRC, make sure all the levels are going, and still pay attention to what email you're clicking on. <gasps> A question for me. What is Mr. Garrison's first name? Herbert. Uh, Mrs. Garrison's first name is Janet? Janet. It is not the face cloak that was the Next Generation episode. 
I think it can separate into US three sections. Okay. I think that's what it is, is that it can separate into three sections. Name me five battle stars from Galactica. Five. Obviously, the first one's easy. Galactica. That's one. Name the second. Damn it. Fuck if I know. Okay, well, it was pretty prominent in the show, both shows. Well, that's not one of our topics tonight, is I'm just it? Co- I'm just tossing it out there to see who knows. Name me five battle stars. Mention <laughs> either the original or the new. What? I was right. <laughs> it separates. Okay. Okay, so you have three Fire, questions. Fire, a question for you. Name the problem that cannot be solved with high explosives. Trick question. There are no there problems are no that one. can't be yeah. solved with high explosives. <laughs> Got it. The Pegasus is just really, that's two. You have the Galactica, you have the Pegasus. Now, for those of you who paid attention to the opening sequence of the original series, the first two-hour uh, pilot, there were other uh, battle stars in that fleet, and they were named in the battle. Let's see how many of you can come up with. Hi. Looking for remaining questions, or do you want me to repost them? Repost them, please, yes. because there's a lot up there to scroll through. Good Lord. Who is the cutter? Ba- cutter the character of Butters based on? Oh, shit. I, I honestly don't know. Well, come on, Varyar. You got a question. I know, but most of my expertise is from watching the show. Not Caprica's the one of them. That's three. Tauron was not. Kent, it's one that Starbucks complains about when he blows up a base star. He says, this oh. one was for the what? blank. <clears throat> Microbrain call humans. What, uh, what did the microbrain call us? Uh, Odo displays his unique way of sharing in the dining experience to Garrick. What is it? I don't know. Does he mold onto Garrick? Or takes Garrick's form and does? I don't know. So far, you've only got three battle stars. There's two left. God damn it. There's one name for a major East Coast city. Baltimore. No. Boston. No. New York. No. Keep going south. Is it on the coast or in yes, the East Coast? on the coast. Or nearabouts. Norfolk? No. Makes sense. You know, Sherman would know. For the record, Olive, you have to give me time to percolate. You can't just answer questions like that. The Galactica, the Pegasus, the Caprica... I'll be honest, I thought, weren't the original five based on the colonies? Some of them were, yes. Galactica was not, but yes. The Atlantia, because that's four. Oh, I knew. Yep. I knew that. Because Steven Starbuck, when he blows up the base, says that one was the Atlantia. I remember that now. Actually, there's a cool video I guys will show you before you leave on YouTube. I thought it was pretty badass. Pull up the Battle Stars. All right. The Atlantia, the Athena, the Columbia, the Erasmus, the Night Flight, the Pegasus. And some of these were not mentioned uh, in the movie. Uh, The Triton, the Uned, the Universal, those were destroyed before the war began. And then the Pegasus and the Galactica. Hmm. So there you have it. You've got 9 out of 12, so you don't 
feel so bad about giving me um, this. Does Odo... You said something about him getting back into his bucket, so that jogged something. Would he possibly turn part of himself into a liquid and then drink himself to pretend to be experiencing food, drink, something like that? I don't know. Possible. I got nothing on Star Trek. I mean, that's just uh. taking a stab in the dark. And Olive, I probably wouldn't have got it, but that's not the point. The percolator has amazed and astounded before. <laughs> All right, that's funny. That's yeah, funny. it is. Missing was was beeping in there. Of course, she's always beeping in. <laughs> Daniel Louie had a cup of coffee that was extensive extension of his body during the meal. He would drink from it, then it would self refill. All right, that's cool. I thought I actually said something like that that he ingested him. In South Park, game the stick of truth. How hard does Lula slap Boyar, and who films the whole thing? <laughs> I get to film it. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, it's like 1030, so I, I'd like to <sighs> slap him silly. Um, All right, let's wrap this thing up. That was a th – I liked it. That was a robust. Yes. Robust. Yay. You will have to save your kick to the curb for next week. Okay. All it's right. a good one. Eight other battle stars are specifically named in the series. They are the Acropolis, the Atlantia, the Columbia, the Pacifica, the Pegasus, the Rikon, the Solaria, and the Triton. Ah. I only asked you for five, and you guys didn't even give me that. Yes, yep. you did get two questions missing. missing. You now Good have job. Seven All right. Um, but you kind of slammed a lot of them out there. Good job. So, how do we want to do the slapping? I don't know. Well, let's do it right underneath that light so we actually get a good light on it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to go Or ahead actually, and, right. That's fine. If you want to give me your phone so I can go ahead and record it, that way you can put it right up on Twitter or what have you. Yay. It'll have to go to uh, YouTube as well. So gave up in the last two. Yep. Descent was the cameo. Yeah. Okay, so what you're going to do. All right, motherfucker. This is going to hurt. And yes. then you just hit the red button when you want it to start. Can't believe you want to put a price on the fact that you can run your station for the oh, next no. year with stuff. Hey, I'm standing let's, up here. I'm going to get my ass kicked. All right. Let's, let's do it over here. we got some light. All right. Well, and we're on. Oh. I don't think you have to pull your punch. <laughs> I would like to do this more. Oh. <laughs> 
You may have to shake that one off, I think. Oh, that's going to be a headache. <sighs> Alright, that stung a little. Scream louder. Ah. Alright. <laughs> ah. Three slaps. It was only supposed to be one, but the first two were okay. It didn't hurt worse, huh? Well, the first one didn't really hurt because she missed. I missed you. Like, instead of hitting me on the face, she basically hit, like, hit the junction like, right, right under my there. jaw. So she caught the thickest part of my jawbone. So that was just skin. It, yeah, whatever. The second and third one fucking hurt. I can't get this onto Twitter. Put it on YouTube. Ah. Uh, do we have a YouTube? Yes, I do. Amper Squirt YouTube. Can't believe you've done this. Alright. So what I should have what done is have Mr. Mim tape it and brought a mic over so we could hear it. I, okay, we can do it again. <laughs> Alright, fuck it. Uh, Alright. We'll post it up there for you guys to look in for posterity. Yeah, Calm down. But I'm not gonna <laughs> you, always e- you can always email it to me. Like yeah. Yeah, email it to me. All right, folks, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Folks, if it was not for you, we would not be doing this to us. Always, we appreciate your support, as well as the donations you've made this past week to keep the station up and running at its uh, uh, high efficiency for what it is. It, it is, you know, runs pretty well. Yeah. Missing wants his points. He gets his points. He already points. Already points. Said yeah, that. I know. You already got your points, dickhole. Right. Uh, a lot of articles we didn't get to, like the uh, enraged otter who attacked people in Norway. That I'd like to know more about. Or the fist of Jesus once upon a time in Israel. That was funny. As well. That we'll have to save for next week. <laughs> yeah. That, that was hilarious. That one is worth saving. So we'll get to that uh, and more next week. Uh, programming notes, there are none of which. We should be on the air next Sunday as expected. Uh, nothing new in that realm. Fire, what do we have coming up in the station? I can't remember. All right. got a concussion. <laughs> I want to thank our sponsor, Trinity Games, for going ahead and uh, sponsoring the lowest common denominator that, for some reason, you people love <laughs> to watch and donate to. Once again, thank you all so much. Trinity Games, uh, where you go for all your voice over Internet needs, especially if you're a gaming company or gaming clan, and you need... The advantage of talking to people in real time. It's a good one. I highly recommend you do it. I want to thank uh, Kalilu. Her birthday. She shows up, although being a little late, not a problem. She shows up and she is our IRC contributor. I'm sorry, our show contributor and IRC bitch. And we thank her for that. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to Biomed, uh, who's on staff and helps run the stream. Basically, it's, it's him doing it so that you can hear us live. Uh, I want to thank the uh, Prince Imperial, Mick Mac, for coming down here and derailing the show to the oohs and ahs of you, the fans. If you follow us on Twitter, you can see his glorious and cute pictures on there. Feel free to retweet them. We'll use them for the next, like, donation drive. Uh, I don't think we have anything else. I know we have the podcast uh, of of Epicness is going on currently. Please vote for your favorites. Uh, Definitely head on over there. Each round is one week long, so you can vote once each week. Speaking of voting. Considering we talked about World of Warcraft tonight, would we qualify? Sadly, no. Why? Because nomination's already over. Yeah. I think we're in the the thirsty... I can't remember. He's got names for him. It's the Sweet 16. That's where we're at. Um, for those of you listening, again, uh, we haven't touched on this because the show's been a little fucked up the last two weeks. 
But the Rawlings tournament is still going on, the Rawlings contest. You can still enter every day for a chance to win a Heart of the Hide glove. They're still giving away, I think there's 22 more that they're going to be giving away. So go ahead and enter every day for a chance to win a three or $400 baseball mitt. Uh, when you do, please put the referring store as Ohio North Olmstead. If you do actually get one, let me know. I might be interested in buying it from you. Yes. To add to my uh, ever-growing collection. Although I tell you what, my collection has taken a beating the last two weeks. A lot of it was sold onto a glove forum nice. uh, to pay some bills. Also, it was brought up here by Umamore. Brought it up is uh, we had kicked around the idea of having an EmpCon here in Cleveland in July, where we come out. You know, fans of the show can come out or other uh, uh, broadcasters and hang out in Cleveland for a weekend here. But you figure, you know, Fire's here. I'm here. Lulu, Baron. Uh, Highlander, you know, all of us are out there. Maybe even Taco can make a brief, you know, appearance <laughs> as popular as he was around here. Wire <laughs> violently shakes his head no. It's something to discuss. Maybe My brain should... may be damaged, but it's not that damaged. If there's any money left over for a special project, maybe we can do that. And, I, I don't know, maybe we can set up a meet and greet somewhere, take it in an Indians game, maybe we can get a, call them up and get a special seating for everybody to go to the game. That definitely would be interesting. I, I think it might be because that's you know I could definitely take time time off in July. But Mystic Bim is here, and you know all the personalities that kind of got this ball rolling were all kind of in the vicinity. I know Baziz, uh, Baziz is, you know, is not too far away. Uh, Sakani is just looking for a reason to fly out here. Kalilu's yeah. out here. Sure. It's something I'm going to give a hard, long thought to. It, it's it's a project that I don't necessarily know I have a team. Or I'm sorry, the time to take up. If I could, you know, find someone to kind of spearhead that, I would obviously give it my blessing and do what I can. Uh, Julie says, and he's from North Olmstead, says a group rate of 20 plus people is easy to get. Lulu will now be she who slaps while cackling in my email salutation. Works. <laughs> All right, folks. Uh. I don't think there's anything else needs to be said. Anything, any of the plugs we need to make, anything I'm missing. Did you guys no, mention the Amazon widget? Oh, please uh, continue to use the Amazon widget. Uh, every purchase you make on Amazon, you can make from the front page of RivalCastMedia.com to start your search. Still the great low prices that Amazon gives you. No extra fees, but we get a small slice of each purchase made. So if you were able to donate, please do that too. You know, I'm always willing to pour ourselves out. Uh, if you weren't able to donate, but you do have some Amazon purchases to make, that's another great way to support the station. So thank you for that. Um, keep checking the Indiegogo. I will have images of the uh, commemorative patch going up here shortly um, in the next day or two. So you'll be able to see exactly what you're getting uh, and again, this is going to be a one-off patch at the $25 level. That's what it'll get you. I think I'd like to have Taco on just so I can rip him to pieces. Well, Ryan says that you should have scared me and dropped your pants so I could smack your bare ass since you seem to like S&M and all. I like to be delivering, not receiving. Right. All right, here's the deal. You fuckers raised $1,500. We already got 1000 you raise 15. Not only will she smack Varyar's ass, which will be video recorded for posterity Lovely. on his posterity. His on posterior. his posterior. I will personally invite Taco to sit in on a show with us. Why? Oh, because I want, I want to pick on him, needle him. Have he's, him. But he's so high. Do you think he would even notice? I want to force him into such a spiral that he has to inhale as much marijuana in a three-county area just to offset that. To the point where he never comes down and he's brain dead when he is. More so than he is. He wants to know if I'll do it in bondage here. 
Uh, do you have bonded here? <laughs> no answer to that one. All right, can't imagine why she got divorced. How does that happen? All right, folks. No, that's serious. We reached that goal, and they'll be ass smacking and you know tearing down of other people's self esteem. Remember, if you do not starve for the emperor, you are not doing your part. Life is the emperor's currency. Spend it well. You're really willing to let taco around your kids, really? Well, we might do it at a location like I'm a Varyars. He's no. used to coming there. Oh, God. Look at what Xanax said. $2,000, the entire crew to be in S&M gear, the entire podcast. No, no. I no. feared at the find the fit, you know, something I would have to fit into. Well. Xanax says, Candidate Varyar, can you explain why you were getting spanked in an <laughs> S&M dungeon? Referred to in the case notes as the war room in exchange for 15 Once Varyar moves to Cleveland, we got to get you on the west side since all your shows and friends and all that are on the west side. It would make it easier. You can actually be you know, only five minutes late instead of 20. All right, folks, we're going to get out of here. Uh, anything else? No, Last I chance. think we're nothing, good. Nothing, All right, we'll be back here next Sunday as usual. Late. But it's professionally sounding, at least <laughs> recording. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. Hurrah! And breast wishes, everyone. So long, everybody. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Bravo! I loved that! Oh, it was great! Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get them away! Hey!